Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fatcast. Tonight on the show, we might have Thomas on later. He was originally going to be with us the uh, full show, but uh, other shit came up. Uh, Wasted is here. He's giving us analytic discussions. Towel is sitting in the producer's chair, and uh, Gene R. Lyers is here. I- I'm starting off the show tonight because I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of a bunch of fucking neck-bearded incels talking shit what they don't know. Uh, so Gene R. Lyers this week had a little difficulty. He uh, he likes to be in the war room just so he can spread the word about the fat cast and uh, you know interact, see what people's opinions are. Um, but the fucking retards over at the war room uh, started making a bullshit accusing him of uh, sharing an account with me, which is not the case, which we've said on the show and we've said in the past. The night of Rock and Rio this year, uh, I wanted to check out the war room because I got messaged by a few people that some interesting things were going down. Uh, Liars uh, sent me his login info. Uh, I logged in for maybe 10 minutes. My only uh, comment publicly was uh, to Franz, who was actually giving me shit. And I went, oh, yeah, Brasky's an ass. You know, haha, funny. Something similar to that might not be exactly worded that way, but that was it. After the 10 minutes was up, I deleted the login information and deleted it. Uh, since that time, yes, I do have other sleeper accounts and other things to monitor these fucking retards because you guys are stupid. And you're not realizing that uh, the war room clearly is run by fucking Mojo. And I don't give a flying fuck which one of you retards don't believe it anymore. All right? I don't care anymore. It's time we start opening the door and showing you guys some fucking secrets. Um, I'm going to burn some friendships tonight, which, you know, fuck them. They might even be real friendships because they sure as fuck don't feel like them lately. One thing I do know is that my guys on the fat cast, they're my friends. And uh, you fuck with one of them. I'm coming for you. So let, let's start off a few things uh, first. Um, what would be the most interesting one to really start this whole fucking thing? Um, l- let's go with the fact that uh, Billy Mojo Joel likes to say that I'm an idiot that doesn't know anything. But for the last, uh, you know, uh, two years, uh, Billy says, uh, let's say from 2020 to 2021, Billy says all my information was shit. Billy says I was an idiot. Uh, Billy says anyone who listens to Brasky is a moron. Uh, about a month ago, maybe uh, three weeks ago, uh, I was falsely accused of uh, logging into Delo's account on the uh, war room. I've never logged into Delo's account. Take with that what you will. Um, but I've never logged into Delo's account, you stupid fuck. Um, on top of that, uh, it was later said by Billy Mojo Joel. Oh, looks like the only thing that uh, the only reason that Brasky's known anything the last two years is because he's reading Delo's PMs. Um, didn't you just say that I was wrong for the last two years that my record, like I was the fucking Detroit lines of fucking insiders. So wouldn't that mean if I was reading Delo's PM, Delo's a shit source. I'm just throwing that out there, Mojo. I'm throwing that out there for you. You fucking clown. I want you to think about that. And by the way, I've never logged into anybody's account on discord, not named Gina Elias. And that was one time. So take with that information like you want. Oh, by the way. Uh, you and Dodd are both fucking retards. Yeah, I'm talking about that little midget fuck. You know, the day laborer who fucking works at a rented cranberry farm. You fucking little midget piece of shit. Um, 
Well, let me let me make you boys feel a little bit better before I give it to Lias, because I'm telling you, I'm feeling scorched earth tonight, kids. So if you wanted to find out uh, if people were retarded, wouldn't you fish them and give them information? Hey, hey, Dodd, who do you think gave you the Jamie Ioni information? Who do you think fed you all that MSL information? Who do you think fed you all that information regarding that certain time period for you to then go run to the fucking uh, Pesner? Did you ever think about that, stupid? Did you? Hey, Billy Joel. You know how you got that little Nemus information? You know, the one that uh, if you were actually common sense and knew anything, we all know that Nemus is a fucking swinger. He's he's proud of it, dude. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll show his FetLife account. But you're stupid, and you don't know that. So maybe I fish a little bit. Maybe I have an old fucking message thing from fucking Nemus back in the early 2000s where he's saying some really fucked up creepy shit, which Nemus would be into. Like, folks, if you're in the whips and chains, getting your nipples bit, swinging, fucking, I mean, literally, Dark Nemus has a fucking sex swing in his fucking house. Like, he does. I mean, it's fucking got to be industrial strength because he's a bigger fella, but he does. But why is that important? Because Billy Mojo Joel, for the last three weeks on Discord, someone's got to tell Dark Nemus to contact me. Craig, contact me. I have information. Please, please do it. I'm important. I know things. Do you, stupid? Do you? You don't think maybe I just want to go, huh, looks like I got a leak here. Oh, that's where this—that's where leak is. Or a little smoke down the drain. Oh, look, look where it comes up. You're a fucking pawn, you two fucking morons. Mojo, you're stupid. MSL knows everything about you, beyond what you can imagine. And guess what, Billy? Billy, two words. Tiffany P. You think maybe she has a voice recording of you? I do. So liars. After I've just kind of scorched her for the last five minutes, uh, you feel a little better? Hey, how's it going? I feel great. Uh, yeah. You know, let me just start off by saying, like you said, Brasky, I go on, I went on the war room uh, to to promote the fat cast. That's why I went in there. Um, there were some pretty good people in there. Um, you know, there was also some assholes in there. Hey, could um, you look, guys, uh, Lias, I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you guys ask, uh, I believe his name is Luciano or whatever? I was just about to bring him up. Go on. I, I have to ask a question. I posted this in the FatCast, right? So if you guys aren't following along on BadApplesForum.com, we, we kind of keep the show going on throughout the week in text format. Um, I, has anyone asked him if his mother, perchance, was a Cuban prostitute working in the San Jose, uh, Costa Rica area, let's say the uh, late summer, early fall of uh, 2004? Because uh, if he is, um, there's a few baseball games I probably need to take him to. Well, I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind that his mother was a whore. Um, oh, no, no, that, that's, that's a gimme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when we're talking about the mouth-breathing knuckle-draggers that are on the war room, um, you know, he comes up most definitely. And that cocksucker Manuele or um, whatever his name is uh, also comes up. And of course, there's Billy. Um, My favorite thing about Manuel is that he has a that uh, his uh, avatar is this like fucking meme from like South America, some retarded guy. But like, if you've ever actually seen what Manuel looks like, he honestly looks like one of those fucking like. If you ever seen like a uh, a action movie from the eighties where they're in South America and there's like that one fucking South American guy that's like missing teeth. That's like really super skinny that like you could tell just smells and has flies around him. It's literally Manuel. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, that's how I figure most of them look like because they're all fucking losers. Hey, listen, I, 
I went on there today and um, I went on a bit of a, a tirade against everyone because all these accusations that were coming towards me. Um, did you not think I was going to find out hiding behind your fucking closed wall of your Discord room? Did you not think I was going to find out what you were saying about me? I don't give a fuck if you said what you said about me. You say whatever you want. Hey, I'm a fucking grown man. I can take it. But you're going to hide and say stuff when I can't fucking even rebut myself? Fuck you. Get over your fucking selves. You run a fucking Guns N' Roses fucking Discord server in fucking that, 2022. You're a fucking you stole piece from of an shit Indian. nothing. Pardon me? They stole it from an Indian. They And you stole it. Happy Thanksgiving, an, fuckers. Yeah, from a Canadian Indian. They fucking stole it. They tricked him. They got to make sure he was all fucking doped up. And they're like, oh, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? It was fucking horrible. I, I feel I feel horrible. They should give. Listen, you want to do You want to make the war room better? Give Cardi back fucking ownership. All right. I don't fucking like the kid. But guess what? He created it. It's his philosophy. You guys all just fucking repeat what he says. I mean, Billy, your politics, Billy Mojo Joe, you were literally a fucking 4chan meme. Like only thing you say is repeat the shit that comes off 4chan. My latest, my latest thing that I'm enjoying so much reading about you is your your stance on the Ukraine and how oh it's the World Economic Forum and it's the fucking UN. It's this and that. Listen, keep repeating the 4chan memes, you incompetent fucking stupid prick. So let me You're continue. so dumb. You don't even understand. Oh, the holy yes, yes, Billy Mojo Joe, the World Economic Forum, the Jews that make money, you know, money, which is what they care about more than anything. They want war so that uh, I don't know their products, and they make less money because their products are destroyed and shipping gets infected. Affected. You stupid, stupid hillbilly trailer park piece of shit. Um, when it comes to Dodd, Dodd, you are the most hated person in the community. No one likes you. Nobody. Fuck off. Stay in your little Discord thing with a bunch of little kids talking Pokemon. I mean, your half your fucking room is just void and fucking Mr. Brownstone posting. If Borky hasn't gone fucking, I love you, Borky, but you kind of lose your mind. If Borky didn't lose his mind, guess what? Get in the ring has way more posters. They're way more active. You fuckers, since you got nuked, you guys have your real numbers. With alts, you guys have 140 users. We have more fucking listeners to this show than you have people registered to post. You've lost Mojo, and it's only going to get worse from here, faggot. So wait for the knock child. <laughs> so, you know, I, I went, I, they actually thought I was you today, Brasky. And they all came out of the fucking woodworks and they were like, they were like, Oh, Brasky's on liars account again. Hey fuckers. It wasn't Brasky. It was me. Yeah. yeah I, I used the three dots. Yeah. My punctuation wasn't bad. You stupid fucks there. You guys don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You're all fucking up Mojo's ass so fucking much you can't even fucking see the light in front of your fucking face. Fuck you all. You picked on the wrong fucking guy. Like, I, I posted, I'm going to read you something right now. I put it in our chat, boys. Um, this is the deleted message that fucking Billy was talking about. Oh, remember the fucking deleted message, Billy? Here it is. No more screenshots, eh? How come I can see what you're saying about me in a place where I can't even defend myself? I remember this. I remember this time when I was a kid. My father gave me some advice about having friends that are pussies. Well, I'll tell the story in a fat cast tonight. I know you'll be listening. How else are you gonna have content for your fucking Discord? Pathetic fucking losers. The mods who fucking lied about me. You're fucking cowards. Oh, and the friends and your friends. They're pussies. In this case, it's not friends, but it's the mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging fucking mods who fill this place with drama to fill an empty spot in their small fucking lives. Man up, fuckers. Or keep hiding behind your fucking wall. Either way, you're still a bunch of pussies. Peace out, fuckers. My dad told me a story when I was younger about having pussies as friends because we all got in a fight. 
and we lost. There was about five of us in the fight, and we all got fucking beat up. And I remember my next day, I come downstairs, and I have like a black eye and a split lip. And my dad looks at me. He's a fucking tough guy when he's growing up. He's a fucking Irish guy. And he looks at me, and he goes, how does it feel? And I said, how does what feel? I think he's about talking about me being beaten up and being sore. Um, he goes, how does it feel knowing that your fucking friends are pussies? He goes, you hang around with pussies, you're going to be a fucking pussy. So hey, listen here. You hang around in that fucking war room, you're all fucking pussies. You're all about fucking Mojo's fucking dick. Fuck you. Get a fucking backbone. And there's a lot of people in that room that I like. And you know what? You mentioned Cardi before. He was a, one of the first people to fucking message me when I got banned. He messaged me. And he was like, what's up, man? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, he's like, I don't know either. Sorry. You know what? You're all right. You're all right, Cardi. I made peace with Cardi a long time ago. And uh, he's all right. Uh, North Swagger, suck my dick, you fucking prick. Dude. Fucking he, Manuel, dude, dude. eat a dick, you fucking pussy. Billy Mojo, fuck you. I'm right here, bitch. Dude, first off, that's warming to the soul. But uh, Norsey, Norsey's the best. He's a fucking Kiss fan. He's this little fucking fat Kiss Buckethead fan that sucks fucking the Buckethead fan group's dick hoping to get some fucking Buckethead fucking leaks because his buddy he's... Andy has fucking the uh, O2 fucking VMAs pre-show and he thinks he's cool because of it. Hey, hey, guess what, Norse? Uh... Joe Stanley's a fucking faggot. You're a faggot. You're a douche. You can't do shit. You're a loser. Manuel, you know how I feel about you. Everyone knows. I mean, Manuel, you are like even... Cardi hates you and Cardi mean you have our history. It is what it is. You've taken jokes that I've said recently and you, you fucking taking them like a man. I'll, I'll let that be. But here's the deal. Dude, Cardi even knows that wasn't fucking me early. He's like, no, no, that's liars. And the fact that people like that, no liars know that like, here's the deal. Mojo, it's going to end for you. You just don't know it yet. You've made too many enemies. If you think fucking MSL is not going to destroy you for this, dude, it's MSL. Oh, you're so far up his ass kissing his ass. You don't know anything, dude. I wish you knew how many times that we would sit back and laugh at you. And I, this is my last thing I'm going to say about it tonight because Wasted hasn't been able to talk. We should probably get Tommy on here. And Liars, you've done great. And I don't want to be a complete cunt. If Franz wants to come on tonight, we need to fucking talk because I'm very mad at Franz. Before, uh, let me say two things because I want to bring this up to Franz. Franz, me and you have been friends for many years. You're one of the people that helped me start this fucking show. You're the executive producer of this fucking show. For you to turn your back on your fat cast brother and not be able to go, you know, I have liars back. I believe liars or at least have the decency to stand up for him publicly or at least make a public statement. Shame the fuck on you, dude. And if you want to go to war with me, friends, get you all your memes ready, dude. We can go to fucking war. I am fucking bullshit at you. I'm very hurt because I, I didn't expect this from you. And seriously, shame on you. I invited you into this fucking call tonight. It's just a fucking scumbag move for not fucking sticking up for one of your own. Uh, I, I my did, last statement I'm gonna make tonight. You fucking accuser! Get the fuck out of here, you Excuse fucking me? accuser! <laughs> um, you motherfucking accuser! Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! Wow! You motherfucking accuser! <laughs> accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker! So basically, this is what happened last night. I was supposed to edit the fatcast, and I haven't been around this week much. Very busy on my work, so I didn't follow anything. And I listened to the fatcast, and he started burning the war room. Uh, yeah, for a reason I don't support. But anyways, and he also fucking burned me to the ground without consulting me first, which is not something you do as friends. But he claimed he contacted me. I wasn't around, so I yeah, whatever. Anyways, so I decided to 
put a reaction after his tirade against me without telling him and uh, you know basically for my feelings treating him the same like he treated me without telling him without consulting me so yeah basically that only to find out that he um, he deleted the episode and um, I didn't have the feeling I was burning him I think I did the same thing he did to me so I just had a conversation a long conversation with Brasky explaining multiple things and we're good now I made a lot of stuff clear and you know so we'll continue on this foot and um, you know he agreed for me to let this text in you can read it back it goes a bit fast it's hard to read but anyways so right after i posted the episode last night i went through the topic and noticed the screenshot where it's all about and i understand it needs some explaining which i will do right now so here you see the screenshot about what billy said and which got brasky pissed because it looks like i'm totally agreeing with them and liars should get the fuck out which is not the case because in here you can see the other screenshot where I just tell them that Brass yeah, Liars is a very nice person and shit and but I can also see that I confirmed that Brasky used Liars account at one stage, which he didn't hide or anything, he made it clear himself. And the whole problem is that for some reason messages sent in the war room are getting to MSL and to Brasky and Basically, they didn't like it, or uh, which I can also understand because it means that you have a spy in your room, and so I can understand. And that's why I also say in this screenshot that again, I Elias is a very nice guy, but I can see why you are blocking him. Besides that, it's not only him. There were more people connected to MSL or whatever the fuck were like blocked. So also. You see me saying that, um, or Billy said that, yeah, they should listen to me more or whatever. I have some good theories and that's about how I think about MSL and I'm not gonna go deep into that shit. I have my own theories about it, but yeah, that's basically it. Anyways, the main point is I don't, I'm not made for this fucking drama, you know, it's time consuming, it's, it's, it's fucking horrible. I mean, I read it every day and the, on Discord, I mean, it's shit after shit after shit, you know, and it's useless, it's, it's, yeah, you know, I'm only in the Discord because I have a lot of friends around that I want to stay in touch with, but, you know, I hardly read everything because it's always the same fucking drama, and like I said before, I, my biggest wish would be if the community would just join forces and actually use that anger they have and spend it on Team Brazil because they are the ones that fuck up this shit, man. Guys, you wanted to comment on the France thing? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I did talk to France uh, in a in a private message chain, and uh, I, I, me and France are cool, so I'm gonna leave it at that. I have no problem with France. I believe he doesn't have a problem with me. I don't think he was involved with what happened, and uh, I believe him. Me and France are cool. Listen, Billy Mojo Joe's making public statements and saying that fucking France, and I posted it in the fucking uh, Bad Apples forum, that saying France was in on this decision. I don't think I'm asking much for France to be a fucking man and go yes or no. 
If the answer is no, I wasn't part of the decision. All right, well, correct Mojo. Tell him to stop talking shit on your behalf. If the answer is yes, there was part of your decision. Well, friends, that mean you have another conversation to have. Because if you decide to turn on your back on one of your fucking friends or who I think is one of your friends or one of our guys for bullshit like that, fuck you, dude. But I don't know yet. So we'll talk about that. But the one thing I'm going to leave you on, and this is one thing I really want uh, Mojo to hit because I know this is just going to fucking bother him so much. Mojo, I want you to know something. When MSO came back to the community and uh, you told him he had a word, a, he had to write an apology or something stating that you weren't, uh, in fact, uh, Mojo, Billy. Um, the best part of that is when he read it to me later on and he couldn't stop laughing and I couldn't stop laughing because he worded it in a way that he never said you weren't Mojo, you idiot. He just said he shouldn't have been saying, he shouldn't have been calling, <laughs> accusing people of stuff. He never said he didn't believe you weren't Mojo. And the best part was, guess what? Mojo found out about this. Billy found out about that. And he fucking messages him. And he goes, I need you to fucking correct this. I need, you know, people still think I'm Mojo, blah, blah, blah. So M, which I'm kind of burning him a little bit on this, but he'll get a kick out of it. He'll forgive me. M says to him, hey, you know what, Billy, why don't you just call me? Call me on a fucking unrestricted, call me on a restricted block phone number. You give me 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, man, I can tell anyone 100% that you're not uh, Mojo, you're not Joel, you're not Jim. I will gladly tell anyone. I will personally call Brasky. And uh, guess who declined? Of course. Just just wanted to say that. Guess who declined? And just guess what, Mojo? All of us are laughing about it. All the members of the cabal, all you former GNR Truth buddies, they all hate you. And they're laughing about it. And Mojo, we know all about your little oozy suicidal bad behavior. There's so much of your bad behavior that you think is hidden. That you think maybe you could blame Madeline for. They think that Madeline didn't know that you blamed Madeline for. We have so many more fun and interesting things planned for you. But instead of that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to invite Tommy to the show. Uh, uh, Wasted, welcome to the show. Hey, Wasted. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't don't go on Discord because there's no point because I only read my own posts. You're probably uh, for the better because you don't do that. Yeah. So what do, what do you want to talk about? Uh, Lies, <laughs> did you, Lies, did you read the, did you uh, see bros? Did you go to see bros? Okay, yeah, I have an update on that. Yes, um, I did find it on uh, a stream. I did start watching it. Um, I got about five minutes into it. And I had to turn it off because I just, I wasn't ready for the, just, I wasn't ready for what it was. And it's got that guy in it. Um, you, you caught me totally off guard here. Uh, let me, let me bring up the, the movie so I can get the, the guy. I'm going to let you do that. So you can bring up the movie with the cast listening. And before we start talking about two homos fucking, uh, doing each other called bros. Uh, I guess we should invite our bro onto the show. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking some Alex Jones with him. We'll be talking some world conspiracy with him. We'll be talking just the general society and how it is. Ladies and gentlemen, returning to the fat cast for the first time in a while, our, our, our friend, your friend, Tommy motherfucking Meadows. Tommy, welcome to the show, brother. He's on mute. <laughs> but he's here. <laughs> Hey, can you hear me? Hey, Tommy. We sure can, sailor. What up, man? Yeah. 
Well, we were starting talking first. We did the war room talk that you didn't want to be a part of, which we got done with that quick and easy. Uh, then uh, we uh, wasted us talking about, hey, have you seen this new movie where homosexual men are fucking each other? And Larry said, no, but let me look at the IMDb cast listing of it. Uh, you showed up, and then I decided, you know what? Hey, you know what would be even funner to talk about than gay dudes fucking each other? Let's talk about uh, uh, the big government and uh, the mass media uh, fucking Alex Jones in the ass and uh, wanting a billion dollars. Tommy? I mean, I'm not really surprised. Are you? That you no, got no. a billion dollars? Yeah, I'm surprised about a billion. That that's a big fucking number. Yeah, I mean, I, I get like I get like the sum of it, but like I'm not surprised. The, the whole thing's just a show trial. Do, yeah, do you think like, Elon Musk fucking pulls a fucking? I, I don't know who it was, but someone mentioned uh, that Elon Musk should. I think it was Borky that Elon Musk should bail out fucking uh, Alex Jones and just give him a billion dollars. Like, hey, fuck it, here you go. This is the best LOLs I'll ever get. It's like <laughs> Doctor Evil money, though, isn't it? Like one billion dollars. Yeah, that that's not a, that's not like a realistic amount that anybody can pay back. So it basically doesn't exist. It's just like a, you know, like a hundred year payment plan. And that's what I said. Um, I was talking to somebody. I think it was on Twitter on my personal account, and uh, somebody said something about that and how he was awarded. Uh, the families were awarded a billion dollars in damage. And I said, so basically, they're not going to see a cent because Alex Jones won't get that kind of money in fucking three lifetimes. But he's got two million dollars. Yeah. So. Well, that's it's far. That's that's far, far, far cry from one billion dollars. I'm know? bad at math, so I was. It's a thousand millions, right? Exactly. A billion. So exactly. there's and there's twenty five people there. So what do they? Is it like forty million each? I don't know. I need a calculator. <laughs> sure. Let's go with uh, forty guess, million each. I think each. So. it's getting close to a thousand. You know, we got like twenty five people. Tommy. Yeah. That's about uh, eight hundred. Yeah. I want to know, did you hear the, uh, there was supposedly a legal defense that Thomas, uh, that not Thomas Jones, Jesus, that Alex Jones uh, had previously uh, thought about presenting uh, a trial, but his attorneys talked him out of it. And uh, he's thinking now he regrets it. Uh, what do you think if Alex Jones would have said that, uh, you know, that the uh, children at Sandy Hook, which I truly believe were uh, slaughtered and massacred by an evil individual at that school. Which, so let me just make my point uh, clear on that. But uh, Alex Jones' defense team and him had a, you know, had a story that essentially that those children weren't murdered at the school, but actually uh, uh, kidnapped and transported to Epstein Island, where they served for a few years before then they were murdered and buried on the said island. Uh, so uh, Alex Jones... Ben wanted to go to Epstein Island and go find the bodies. Uh, did you hear anything about this, Tommy? No, that's pretty funny, though. But the the whole thing is kind of, well, for me, I always thought, like, Alex Jones was like a conspiracy theory show. So you're not, like, supposed to be taking it, like, 100% factual. Like, you know, 80% or something. So you, anybody who's taking what he says seriously, and if I remember correctly, when it happened... The first person he was take he takes calls and they sent his listeners send in pictures and have theories. So the first theory that you know Sandy Hook was whatever he said it was, you know, came from a listener and then he just agrees with them and starts like yelling crazily. So I mean, how seriously are you supposed to take it? You know, I don't. It's a conspiracy show up front. It's it's not supposed to be like the the news or fact. Yeah. So. 
It doesn't make any sense. Uh, He's the pro wrestling of Miz. I mean, yeah. you're going there for entertainment. You're not going there because you think Alex Jones and his miracle toxins that he's selling for $75 work. No, I know Tommy believes a lot of the InfoWars shit because he's an educated man. He has a master's degree, which everyone, can we please congratulate Tommy Meadows on uh, completing his master's degree? Absolutely, 100%. Well done, Tommy. Um, Thank you. Well, the, but, thing, uh, the thing is, though, is there like any video proof of like people harassing the, fam the families? The fam fam Families, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any. T I I have not seen any evidence of like the family members get like harassed by anybody. Yeah. Well, that's all. That comes down to your mentality in the first place. It, like, Alex Jones didn't isn't the one who killed their children, right? They're, they're I mean, technically, the blame, that's true. You know, and also, uh, you know, there's different ways to like take if you lose a child that is really bad but you know i don't always agree with people seeking justice for their you know children who got killed you know they're, they're still dead you know what i mean yeah you know that exactly and i i think about this often when any any case involving um a situation like this not to this extreme obviously but any any form of 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 death or or something like that and and the the compensation is is money i just like you said at the end of the day they're still dead like it doesn't bring anybody back and i don't understand what this but also is. they're covering up the fact that it's actually a failure of the state again it's yeah. like the police and security weren't protecting that school 100 percent. that's what it was really about and the same with parkland the whole system failed but they have to look for somebody to blame. But definitely not the state. They don't, They won't take blame for it. I mean, but the conspiracies go round and round. They're focusing on this one. But another conspiracy was that Gabby Petito was one of the Parkland victims. That That's how crazy the conspiracies are on Alec Jones. You know what I mean? So uh, who, you can't take- Who was wasted? Gabby Petito, remember the van, van life girl who got strangled to death by her boyfriend? Like in the desert remember gabby petito vaguely vaguely uh she, they they had this van life like youtube blog and they were like traveling around the uh, country and making videos blogging blogging every day making money and then she went missing and then he returned home and remember he died in like oh, the, yeah. the swamps yeah this well was just like the, last year yeah yeah but there were okay. there were conspiracy theories saying that gabby petito is, is pictured as one of the victims in the Parkland shooting. That's how crazy wow. the conspiracies get. So anybody kind of, but you know, like uh, I think it was Randy always says, it's always, it's always just because Alex Jones was connected to Trump. You know, Alex Jones kind of supported Trump. So Trump, Roger Stone, Bannon, and Alex Jones were the guys that uh, made America great again. They won the election. So they've been trying to get these four guys. But it's very easy to see the why they're going after him. Yeah, I think the I think the one billion dollar thing was just a scare tactic for other people yeah. speaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the that's what I was thinking, it's like the domestic terrorist kind of plan. That's just to scare the shit out of everybody who's a Alex Jones fan or into, you know, on the right. You know, if you if you like January 6th, you know, you're going to get like massive fines for just
just something that you said online. It's a scare tactic. So it all kind of works. And, uh, you know, it's a bit like that, the movie Bros, you know, do you, in the end, you just give up and go to go see Bros and you just say, you know, you know it's not, you know, let them take control of everything. You know what I mean? Are we, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, are we, uh, are we back on the bros topic? No, I'm just saying. Wait, wasted, wasted tonight's fucking determined, guys. Before the show started, me <laughs> me and Lias wanted to talk about, like, the war room drama, this and that. But Wasted came in tonight like a fucking drunk British man going, no, nah, we got to talk about analytics. It was pretty much, if you guys ever watch the show fucking Bad Men, me and, me and Gina Elias are trying to have a fucking meeting, and here comes Price. I mean, he comes in just like Price, just bringing all the analytics say this. We're getting blacklisted, and it, it, we'll talk about this later, but Wasted brought into why our numbers are showing you know, a little bit of fluctuality. But he's determined tonight to get his fucking points across. So he wants to touch on these two homos called bros. Yeah, well, I think we're going to have know, to fucking go this way. It's just that my, my take on it is that just, just like the, you know, the Kardashians, is, is basically a way to encourage like white white women to fuck black guys. Bros is just another way of convincing white guys to be gay. You Tommy, know? I'd love to hear your opinion on this. And goddamn it, Tommy, I either you've been at work for sixteen hours or something. But where is where is my Tommy Meadows? Where is the fucking legend tonight? I mean, look at the topic that just got fucking sent over the fucking plate for you. Well, I mean, the thing with uh, I've seen I saw the previews. The movies was called Bros. Yeah. Like, romantic comedies don't make money anyway, so I don't know why they're bitching about this one not making money. Like, they, I mean, they're just doing it to, like, bitch about gay people, but... Yeah, it bombed. They knew it was, was going to make money anyway. You know, you know, if you're going to make a movie about gay people, be funny. There is a movie where it was starring, uh, it was about two gay men, uh, but it's fucking hilarious. And if you guys want to watch this movie, I encourage it. Don't watch Bros unless if you're a flaming homosexual emo social justice warrior that has no confidence in himself. But if you're a guy and you want to watch a movie and you know you think or a member of the funny, war room, sorry, I had to or a member of the war room. But then again, I mean, most <laughs> of them have fucking. They don't even have television. They fucking watch the TV off their computers in their fucking basement rooms. So right. let's get back on point here. Well, that, that's why I think it's a psyop, though, is because it doesn't matter if anybody goes see it at the cinema. The, uh, the you know the woke TV stations are going to be playing this movie on I don't know HBO or okay whatever but channel. why but let me let me get to my point way I said if they're going to be doing a, a psyop where they want gay people to be like oh yeah they're awesome this and that and funny why don't they put on the birdcage the birdcage with Nathan Lane Robin Williams it's fucking hysterical I don't care if any of you fucking gay bashing it faggots hate the movie it's a funny fucking movie they yeah. want to put that movie up everyone's going to like it. Yeah, but I think it's not really for the gay community. I think it's for like the straight community to signal that they don't mind gays. Okay, listen. Gay. Did, did, did they make Footloose in the eighties? Yeah. Did they make Over the Top in the eighties? Isn't that a, like an arm wrestling movie? Oh yeah, but do you know how many sure gay is. guys used to fucking jerk off the fucking stone <laughs> getting this fucking arm wrestling going down on the truck? They're like, oh. Gee golly, I hope his truck breaks down and I get to third with him. I mean, it was, it was like Top Gun. You know, listen, Top Gun, great movie. Every guy loves Top Gun. But they're the beach volleyball scene. You know how many homos used to fucking pop that into their VHS tape and oh, hang in with the boys? <laughs> well, I mean, it's the listen. Tarantino line, isn't it? You, you know, you can ride my tail any day. That's what, <laughs> that's what Tom Cruise says to Goose at the end of the movie or something. The Iceman, yeah. You could be my yeah, wingman any day. Yeah. yeah. But, I think it was ride my tail. But here's the thing, like, gays are represented like, in movies. Like, why Why does everything have to be like, oh, this is like, it's a gay movie. You have to like it because it's about gay people. Why can't it just be like, is the movie good or not? 
Yeah. Like, I yeah, watched man. the new Halloween with the wife this weekend, and gee golly almighty, I've taken shits that have been, like, better smelling, <laughs> more enjoyable to watch, and really had more staying power afterwards than this movie. The movie, it's like someone was on crack and decided, let's make a Michael Myers movie, and let's make it no fucking sense. So in the previous movie, Michael Myers, like, takes on the whole fucking town, murders a bunch of people, the town beats him down, like... Fuck, man, he, he he ain't going down for nothing. But in the movie now, some 70-fucking-five-year-old woman with big fucking sloppy hanger tits, you know, over-the-shoulder, boulder-holders, if you will, yeah, she she's able to kill Michael just by herself. So, I mean, folks, stop making shitty movies. And, Wasted, I know you're trying to push the bros topic, but I, I don't, we, we've already had so much homosexual talk tonight with The War Room and uh, 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 Alex Jones going to prison, and it's just going to be bad. So can we can we transition off bros? I know you, for some reason you want us to be in our topic this week because you think it's going to make our analytic pop. Okay, can you go and talk about your analytics? Because I think Tommy might be able to help us on that because he's also a YouTube creator. Well, it's just uh, just uh, it's just out of interest because uh, we only get like a hundred views, so it's kind of a uh, like it's not really like that serious. But we have like a weird a fluctuation where one week we get sixty or seventy, and the next week we get two hundred. And then I realized that the reason why it was happening, when I looked at the YouTube regulations uh, for like shadow banning, then I saw that, you know, controversial material, like we, this week, last week, we said the N-word within the 20, first 20 minutes. So that would throttle our views. Basically, it doesn't allow you to go over 100 uh, views and then get spread around the net, the whole, you know, the whole different uh, different areas of the YouTube's uh, viewers, you get like put in a certain section, so you, then you can't grow, you know, and so, you know, those things. Uh, can we file a complaint with YouTube though? Hold on, wait a second. Can we file a complaint with YouTube? Because we got Willie on the show and he's a, uh, a man of African descent and, uh, you know, he, he's part of the show. So they're being discriminatory. I mean, Willie should be able to drop the N word or should be allowed on the show anytime because Willie's on our show. Yeah. I mean, but there's this also thing called the sort of uh, viewer threshold, trend trend threshold as well, where basically there's a threshold that once you get past, it then grows. So if you get past 100 views, then you might jump to like 200 views. But if you like say things uh, early on in the show that uh, can get you banned, you know, but you see, there's also these trends, uh, fresh, uh, trends, trend waves. Which is why why I like want to do bros is because it's a trend wave. We will then go into the bro, every podcast or every video talking about bros. Our video will be connected to that for this week. So it doesn't matter how much you talk about bros. It's just whether you do. So when it you know the, in the transcript when when we say bros, then we're going to be at, when you search for bros in YouTube, our video is going to be possibly in the first like uh, fifty. 50 options well you're obviously being an adult here and being intelligent and i like that you're handling this and you're you're act, you're correct so we'll, we'll go around that route except we could have talked before the show and been i mean i guess you tried to so it's my fault but i mean we could have talked to vince russo instead we could see just says bro non-stop and we didn't have to talk about these homos we could have talked about shitty wrestling which that would have made more sense thomas you were yeah. very silent tonight. I've been so excited to have you come back, though. Fucking unleash. Unleash your fucking y y your fury, your toxicity. Why are you being so subdued? Oh, no. You guys were talking about the movie Bros. I didn't want to interrupt. Well, I hope you weren't masturbating at the same time. Oh, oh no. Remember that? 
Remember when uh, Brokeback Mountain was a big deal, like, 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny, though, because, like, they made the gays look kind of bad in that movie. I don't know if you ever saw it. <laughs> Please give me this review of how they looked bad in that movie. <laughs> Remember the one guy was married? He was, like, cheating on his wife with the other fag? <laughs> yes. Is this funny how, like, now, like, it's cool to, like, cheat on your spouses and shit if you're gay, but, like, 20 years ago, like, they actually, like, hey, this is kind of a bad idea, maybe you shouldn't do it, or, like, at least be honest about it? You're saying they had better morals back then than they do now, so we've degenerated even worse into a cesspool of uh, society. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Makes sense. I mean, the, I like that the, the fact that you, you you have the you have the uh, I like that your viewpoint is that uh, broke back about and paints gays negatively. That's amazing. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> but the, the common thing that's happening with the Bros movie now is because it bombed at the box office. The I think it's the lead actor. I don't know how to pronounce his name. E I C H E R I Eichner or something. He was saying that it's because everybody's homophobic. That white America is homophobic. That's why this movie bombed. But well, like I was on said, Twitter. I was on Twitter, and uh, I don't have a Twitter, but I like to read Twitter. And there was this guy who was a uh, very, very popular uh, uh, tweeter, and uh, his name is Stealthy Geek. So if you guys want to look this up, it's at Stealthy Geek. And uh, this guy, boy, he's a big fan of the movie Bros, and uh, he loves it. And uh, if you have a problem with the movie Bros, I suggest any of you guys, uh, including Vincent Miser, Miser, if you hear me. Uh, you need to uh, at Stealthy Geek and talk to him about his hairline, if you could, for me. That's <laughs> right, Tommy. I'm, I'm crossing extremes a little bit here, but have some fun. Could you imagine in a world that we could make that happen, Tommy? Be awesome. Could you imagine Vincent Miser in that world? Yeah, I could. Yeah. You're, you're... I mean, I've been tempted to bring him into it just to, just to watch the fucking absolute horror and destruction that can happen. <laughs> what? Uh, where is Miser these days? Um, he threatened to kill himself multiple times, so I had to block him <laughs> off Skype. <laughs> I think. <laughs> what was this? Oh, like a month ago, he was on the show, and then like I guess uh, Cardi and some of the guys went onto his Discord and all called him a fucking groomer, and he cried and like had a complete meltdown, and he he sent me like fucking thirteen pages of like I'm gonna kill myself, and I'm like. All right, have fun with that block because I just can't do it. Him and ET were like literally looking at each other, like trying to figure out who can be more depressing and like sound like they're going to kill themselves but not have the balls to do it. So they were having a competition with themselves, and they were driving me fucking nuts. So I had to I, I had to push the brakes on the fucking miser experiment. Who who was the other person? Uh, a strange twat, twatty. We 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 really think he's a very funny guy, and he's great when it comes to knowledge on science fiction. But the man might be the laziest human being I fucking know. He's a human sloth. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I'm gonna be. I, I really don't want to do the show if he was gonna be on it. Oh, I remember that was in your list of uh, things we talked about this week. That uh, hey, yeah, that I don't want to like, be on with that depressing motherfucker. I said, you know what? Not a problem. And ET, we love you, but for yeah, fun's sake. I don't hate the dude or anything, but, like, I never, like, the 10 years I've been reading his posts, like, he thinks he's the smartest person on the planet, and he's really not. I mean, am I wrong here? Uh, yeah, you are, because guess what? Is he's he... watching the Cleveland Guardians game right now on, like, a big flat-screen TV next to his father on the couch. Hey. What are you doing, bitch? <laughs> hey, Brasky, you remember the writing sample? <laughs> <laughs> tell, 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 tell Tommy about that, please. So... 
ET went on a tirade or on on the forum uh, probably about a month ago about how he was one of the smartest, if not the smartest person ever to be on GNFNR and Bad Apples, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was about a paragraph to um, maybe two paragraphs long, and Brasky found a, a writing sample website where you could uh, put your I put oh, the, the, IQ test, the IQ test. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he, Tommy, I stole it maybe from uh, some of our brothermen, if you know what yeah, I mean. Linger yeah. longer. Continue. So his his sample came back as um, above average intelligence, right? His IQ came in at about what one one twelve or somewhere around there. It was like one hundred eight something. It was one hundred eight. Okay, one hundred eight. Because that's what I was thinking. Okay, so one hundred eight, and then um, a few days before that, Miser had sent me. <laughs> Miser had sent me this huge long paragraph of uh, something that I read on on the show. Um, it involved Cardi, whatever, and it was just utter nonsense. So I took that letter and put it into the website, and it came back higher than ET's. <laughs> so, so to do it one step further. I typed in a bunch of sentences of nonsense about be uh, it was about um, uh, being at a party and farting and letting out a giant fart at a party, and I submitted that, and that came back as the highest one of them all. It came back as high intelligence. That's, that's awesome. And ET was just fucking. He was just so mad. He was like, "This fucking thing. It doesn't know anything." <laughs> I mean, IQ, IQ isn't based on just right written stuff. It's the, the difference between most people is like pattern recognition and like weird logic, stupid like logic uh, puzzles, you know? So when the people who can get high scores on those tests, they're just like, like math people with like weird brains. Who's people who score high on IQ tests? Yeah, like it's a... It's not just about written stuff. It's also a lot of like logic and pattern recognition. You know, like strings of numbers, and then like questions like if a dog, like ha- you know, if a, if there's eight dogs, and you know, if there's if there's two dogs and seventeen cats, you know, uh, what kind of uh, you know apple sauce would you make from them? And then you have to like work it out. Lies. That's. I need you to be yes. careful when you're talking to Wasted. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Wasted used to do uh, this thing called electrotherapy. And uh, he'd have a guy and a gal come over, and uh, he'd have them pick cards. And for some reason or another, every time the guy tried to pick a card, it was wrong, and he'd get electric shock. But when the girl picked a card, no matter what, it was Uh always right. Somehow Wasted made this fucking gag work for a very, very long time. He he was called Dr. Peter uh, Wasted. Bankman? No, sorry, wasted. Yes, doctor. Yes, wasted. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so you I do, you, you do learn a, a lot with the electrodes attached to your balls. You know, yeah. you, you, suddenly you can remember everything. And I, I think you're going to think twice before saying any wrong answers. I mean, I mean, you'd have to. Um, Tommy, let me ask you this. How is the uh, great Pacific Northwest? How is life? How is everything in general? Uh, have you had any fun interactions with society lately? Uh, uh, well, I go on. Uh, I go on vacation Monday. 
Uh, but besides that, nah, my eyes been working a lot. Are you going anywhere fun for vacation? Uh, I might go to the ocean. Nice. Well, nice. I'm saving. Uh, I'm saving up because I'm going to, in April is my birthday, my fortieth. So I'm gonna fly out and see my parents. So you're gonna be forty, Tommy. That's scary. Yeah, and then uh, but this week though, I'm just gonna chill. Yeah. Shit cost too much, man, to do anything. It's like five fifty for fucking gas out here. Oh, you know the gas prices are just going to keep getting worse. The yep. uh, the inflation is just going to keep getting higher. Uh, I don't know uh, if we're going to get nuke because if you guys have been following the uh, Russia Ukrainian war still, uh, for some reason or another, it looks like Russia hasn't bought any new military equipment that works since 1982. Uh, that their military is uh, full of drunks and uh, retards. And for some reason or another, they're getting their asses handed to them. I don't give a shit what kind of military equipment they got because they don't have fucking Abrams. They don't have Apaches. They don't have fucking F-18s. It's a bunch of Ukrainians with fucking, uh, you know, uh, Stinger missiles and some fucking uh, artillery shells and howitzers that are fucking beating the Russian military. Do you know how pathetic that is? Does anyone have even like, a, like Tommy, what do you think on that? Oh, man, I haven't, I, I've gone out of my way not to even like watch any of the media shit, man. Like, I don't, I don't believe half of it. Like I don't, I'm not like I'm not taking sides on like was it uh, Ukraine and Russia? Like I could care less honestly. But the thing is though, like as much money we're giving to Ukraine, do they have to have like a video of Biden like fucking a little kid or something? I mean, I don't think it'd be that hard to grab a video like that. I'm sure you know Hunter was selling them at times. Hey, it's a two for one deal. You want me and the hooker and then dad and the kid? What, what I realized is though even. They're sort of saying that Ukraine's going to win, but really we should be, really we should let Russia win. So that's what they're talking about now, because obviously, like Russia doesn't have good weapons, and the Ukraine is is like fighting with like futuristic stuff now. So, but so Ukraine's going to win, but actually we should let Russia win because if 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 Ukraine win, then Putin's going to drop a nuke. So now they're like talking about like the rational thing to do here is allow Putin to win. He keeps some of the land he's already like conquered uh, in Ukraine, and then everything kind of settles down. But that would—they can't do that because that's what people were saying at the beginning. Like, why is NATO pushing east and like provoking? You know, they'd have to admit that they basically pro pro provoked Putin, and now they have to like walk it back. Well, hold on, so Let me let me, let me challenge you on this. I want to challenge you and anyone on this, where everyone's saying, oh, the Ukrainian uh, weaponry is so advanced and this and that. No, it's not, dude. They're getting all our old shit or old NATO shit. They're not getting anything good. They're not yeah, sitting they're here with these beat. fucking... They got they're some HIMARS missile systems. HIMARS are fucking from 1988. I mean, yeah, guys, it's not really whether exactly the type of weaponry or if they're actually going to win, but they're definitely holding out and causing a problem. If they cause Putin a problem long enough, then he may drop the nuke. It's not like yeah, black but I mean, first, the genie's already out of that bottle wasted. As soon as they fucking, you know, once they start moving to Donetsk and shit like that in uh, 2022 here, you know, the original thing of Crimea that probably could have stayed because you know they were having the little border conflict in Crimea and Donetsk and Lunesk, and it wasn't too bad. But when they did the invasion in uh, February, dude. They, they went for the whole fucking part of Ukraine, and then Ukraine said no. And they had more people, which most people forget, that the Russian military... Uh, guys, the Soviet Union in 1991 disabled uh, or disbanded. One of the biggest uh, uh, 
populations in the Soviet Union and made up a lot of their military was, um, oh yeah, Ukraine. Oh, so they lost half their fucking military, uh, half their population, and then, um, oh yeah, uh, they didn't do shit for 30 years about fucking updating their military, and they spent it all on fucking mansions and villas, and now they're getting their asses handed to them. There's no way that Putin can, like, he, it's going to end with a nuke, dude. There's no way it doesn't end that's, with that, that's what a nuke happening. That's what I'm saying, is that they've kind of, they've kind of, back themselves into a corner in a way by backing Putin into a corner, you know, like he tells that story about like in, in this documentary I was listening to is like Putin like has this story. He tells like every day about a rat in a, that a cornered rat will uh, at some point fight back and bite you. He has this weird story. And also one of the funniest things is when he got married, he, he went on a honeymoon to Ukraine. His honeymoon was in Ukraine. And he thinks of he thinks of Ukraine as being Russia, but he's like bombing them and killing people. <laughs> it makes no, none of it makes any sense. But yeah, they've basically backed him into a corner where he's, he's basically probably going to drop a nuke. And that then then they're saying what I was saying is that then they're saying now we should try and like uh, you know a rational thing to do at this point is to avoid nuclear war is to like let him win. But then that would. Be, they're not going to do that, are they? Because that would mean that they were wrong from the beginning. They should never have. NATO should never have pushed east in the first place. So it's just I don't understand it. But it's kind of idiotic to me. Speaking of idiotic, AMAs this week, Gino Lairs? Yeah, we we have, <laughs> well, yeah, we have some idiotic uh, AMAs for sure. I, I do have one specifically for Mr. Tommy Meadows. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. The forum wants to know, when are you getting your black ass back on bad apples? Stop sulking that people don't get your humor and get the fuck back on here. People get it. The drawer photo was probably the forum's peak so far. They just uh, don't uh, like the miser stunt. Who's that from? That's from our, our, our uh, main man, Killer on the Loose. You talking about the gun photo? It's so good, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is so Miser, good. Is Miser ever coming back? No. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Miser would have to be like the breaking deal here for me to come back. So you want Miser back? If he came back, I'd probably think about it. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> well, that's an interesting turn of events. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just tired of like video game and like music forums. This guy kind of... Uh, old i guess hmm. and it is kind of annoying like when you just want to like after a day's work just like post a meme of, of a black dude or something and you got like two usually two of the same people was bitching and moaning all the time about it so people were bitching and moaning on our site about the, the dank memes that you would be posted yeah ah, fuck them they should be they should be put up for ban can't be fucking doing that Hey, people that are uh, that are throwing shade, and I use that I term kinda, very kinda, deliberately. I'm all down with like the free speech shit, man. But like, uh, this is annoying. Like, I usually like would just stay in that one dank meme meme thread, and then you have like people like, at least I'm not racist, trying to sound all cool and shit. It's like, okay, dude. People, get over yourselves. TM is a fucking gem, and we love them. But get I, over your fucking selves. 
I'm done with school, man, so I really don't even like going on the computer that much anymore. I've, I've been right. trying to play video games and shit. Are you becoming the fucking Unabomber, Tommy? Like, I, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't I, get freaked out if I got anything in the mail from me, but should I be? Dude, I'm not joking when I say this. I bought his uh, manifesto two weeks ago off of Amazon. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that has to be a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's his name again? Uh, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm not joking. Two weeks ago, I uh, I bought his uh, manifesto off of Amazon. And how Are is you it? agreeing kind of with what you're reading so far, Tommy? Well, I've heard uh, like I've heard different parts of it in the past. I haven't read it yet, but yeah, I mean, he makes sense. I mean, it, I mean, fuck the bombing and shit. I mean, that that's pussy shit, man. But like, fucking, he talks about like left wing people and shit, man. Like diversity hires. Well, it's, uh, there's a Netflix documentary on the Uma Bomber, isn't there? So it isn't too, it's not too crazy, it's not too, like, uh, controversial. The thing about the Unabomber that most people don't realize is that he was a brilliant man. I mean, yeah. I looked in a lot about the Unabomber because uh, he was actually a Zodiac suspect, believe it or not. My buddy, A.K. Willis, yeah. who was out of uh, the U.K., uh really really smart guy he brought it all the way to the fbi with it so he did a real detailed background on ted kaczynski so i really got into it and you know of course if you like anything of true crime you caught up with the unabomber stuff as you're looking into the zodiac stuff the dude went to harvard he was a college professor he was an outdoorsman he was very very adept i mean when it talks about like if you really want to talk about a guy that can go out survive like grizzly adams and fucking you know uh what is it, uh, jeremiah fucking johnson over there he was fucking legit a good hunter a great fisherman he understood how the uh, waters and how the winds went he was very good at that but he was also brilliant i mean he was brilliant on a scientific level that most people don't understand when he was talking about like he was complaining that like the all the electronics that we're inviting into our world is really affecting how we proceed and how our subconscious acts and it's affecting the neutrons and our chemical balances with the electrons in our heads and he was mentioning like street lights have the effect on them where you know if you're going to like uh driving on the road and you're at a stoplight it would get so bad in his mind and i don't know if this was real or if this was something that he created but he'd get these severe migraines just being in the city itself and my concern is knowing tommy the way i do because we're good friends is that like that kind of sounds like my boy <laughs> Oh, if you notice today, I saw a news story where uh, Elon Musk, he's, uh, he's in an argument with uh, some politician in Ukraine, and he's saying, he's saying that he's going to turn, turn off their internet. Yeah, Skylink. Or uh, Starlink. Starlink. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he just say right afterwards, like, if I, uh, like, Elon Musk tweeted something like, hey, uh, if, if I end up dead, <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. Yeah, so like Elon Musk says everything and then says, but first I have a, I have a threesome with like Cara Deliner and Amber Heard. <laughs> Talk about the dirtiness there. I kind of like it. All right, what's the next AMA? All right, the next one is for Brasky. Is it true that Manuel and Billy Joel are planning to host the first gay trailer park orgy? <laughs> no, and that's offensive. No, no, no oh. it's not the case. They it's not their first. I mean, we've they fucking have had at least three or four beforehand. So I mean, to really shit on these guys and lie and say it's their first, I mean, come on now. Trendsetters. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. On Hershey Highway. <laughs> All right, Mr. Wasted, this one is for you. Please rank th this is a great question too, by the way. Please rank the Sheens by power level. 
Ooh. Well, uh, who are the scenes? There's Amelia, Amelia Estevez. Is he counted he, as a He's scene? definitely in there. Absolutely. Uh, it's Charlie Sheen. But Charlie Sheen is like bigger in Hollywood, but he got canceled. He kind of got canceled and got AIDS. So, and there's Martin Sheen. I think Martin Sheen is the most powerful because he's pretty much uh, like Hollywood liberal. You know, he's an apocalypse now. He's in that kind of strain of like, uh, he knows he used to know Kurt Douglas. And whenever he's on TV, he's always basically uh, like he's a Democrat and he's the like calming influence on uh, Charlie. And then Charlie has no power apart from his cult appeal. And then I don't know what's happened to Emilio Estevez. Is he like like sucking donkey dicks in Mexico or something? What, hmm. what happened to him? I don't know. I, he he kept a pair of Paula Abdul's panties that he sniffs every night before he goes to bed. The man made more money from like 1985 to 1995 than we could ever dream. He fucked Paula Abdul in her prime and I'm sure has a beautiful fucking wife somewhere. He just sits back and goes, dude, Gordon fucking Bombay. All right. Listen, Emilio Estevez is living the good life. We're not going to shit on Emilio here. Hey, no joke. He's making Young Guns 3. Dude, I'm all all fucking in, really? Maybe he's pulling all the strings, you know? Oh, man. TM, give us a little more info on this. No, that's all I know. I saw it on... uh, Internet movie database. Oh, speaking of remakes, and I hate remakes. I fucking hate remakes, especially this one, because this one is dear to our hearts at Bad Apples. Uh, so Frank Drebin, Police Files, uh, they're remaking the Naked Gun movies. And uh, I, at first, I was fucking enraged. I'm like, you know what? How fucking dare you? Leslie Nielsen cannot be replaced. No one's going to get his subtlety or his humor. And then I heard who they casted as Frank Drebin. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give this a chance. Liam Neeson is Frank Drebin, folks. Very interesting choice. I'm all down for it. Um, Yeah, I'm okay with that because I love Liam Neeson enough that I think he could be fucking hilarious. So they've got like big noses. So yeah, and Liam uh, Liam Neeson also has a the biggest like hammer in Hollywood. Is that his cock? Yeah. (laughs) How's it? What do you mean? It's a legendary. I don't know. It's just like people talk of when they talk about like people's cocks, like they say like Mick Jagger and uh, such and such, and then they always go, but. You know, you can look it up. Top ten. Liam Neeson has a like the biggest cock of all time. Seriously, that's a better YouTube title. We could go Bros and Liam Neeson's giant legendary cock. There we go. I didn't know that he had a giant legendary cock. That's awesome. So like in Taken, like he could have used it as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys? I I may have brought this up before, but uh, it's, it's relevant today. So, do you guys know of the show Atlanta with Donald Glover? Yeah. Okay. The black, so, the black show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this past season it was either this season or last season. Uh, um, it's it's takes place over in I believe Amsterdam, and so Donald Glover and his his uh, two buddies there they go to a bar, and it's it's basically for canceled people, and there's a scene in it. It's absolutely brilliant. There's a scene where Donald Glover goes up to the bar and Liam Deeson is sitting there. So he sits down and has a drink with him. Or maybe it's Paperboy. It doesn't matter who it is, right? So he sits down and has a drink with Liam Neeson in this scene. And they talk about Liam Neeson and the comments that he's made to get himself canceled in Hollywood. So it's all in like in like uh, this world. It's all in real time. Um, it's about a, a three, four minute scene. And... After you see that, you can see Liam Neeson playing Frank Drebin because he's so on point and he's so 
precise with his comedy in that scene that you can't help but laugh. So highly, uh, highly recommend check out. If you don't watch the whole show, I understand because it's kind of, it's a little bit too woke for me, but watch that one scene. Look it up. It's great. Absolute comedy gold. Well, that's good to know, guys. That's a good suggestion. I say we do that. Uh, we've suggested the birdcage tonight. Uh, let's go on top of that. So far, we've been a little woke on our suggestions. So, uh, God, I guess i got to make a suggestion. It's not woke. You know what? It's not woke. But you guys hear that uh, Mel Gibson is going to be testifying in the Harvey Weinstein trial? No. Oh, I can't wait. to get, I ho- I'm hoping this is like on court TV or there's some fucking live video fucking threat, you know, stream of like, all right, Mr. Gibson's ready to testimony now. I, I can't wait. I don't know what he's going to say. I hope he goes absolutely berserk and starts yelling fucking racial epithets. Yeah. He's Isn't probably going to talk Weinstein. It's going to be the best fucking thing I've ever seen. Isn't he making like an anti-Jew movie too? It's no, it's not anti-Jew. It's about the uh, New World Order and uh, conspiracies and the Vandenbergs and the and the Rothschilds. Uh, supposedly, Mel said, "Hey, uh, you guys, uh, lizards uh, that are taking over the world, fuck you." And uh, supposedly, they're scared enough of Mel Gibson. Nah, nah, you know, they're they're just accepting it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, what's our next oh, AMA, liars? Sorry, or- Mel Gibson is making a conspiracy theory movie, or did oh, I yeah. get that right? Oh, about about. Weinstein, or did I hear that right? movies based on the Rothschilds and the, the uh, Vandenbergs? Wow, crazy. yeah, yeah, hey, I'm he's gonna expose all them fuck lizards. So, there's also, we got there's to, also a new movie coming out called Oppenheimer. You know about the guy who designed the nuclear, bo- nuclear bomb? Yeah, really, it's in it's been in pre production and there's been like a small trailer. I'm not sure if they're gonna release it now because of Ukraine, but <laughs> well, talk about marketing. <laughs> Maybe, it was maybe one of my release, ideas. Maybe they'll release it just to to make people think that they can survive it. Put it yeah. in, put a put hey a nice. Guys, come see on. this movie. You get free iodine pills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we got we got uh, two questions here. I'm gonna put them into one because they're basically uh, the same thing. They're from Killer on the Loose and Brian Wilson. Um, any horror movie suggestions for Halloween and or what is the best horror movie to watch during Halloween? Hmm. TM, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Exorcist Part 3. Part 3? Why Part 3? Have you seen it? Uh, I believe I have, yes. Yeah, it's pretty badass, man. It's kind of like, it's, it's like Silence of the Lambs, but a lot better. Like, it has like the atmosphere to it. Okay. Yeah, the is it the op- you, do you remember the opening of Exodus Three? Like it's like in a tomb or something in the desert. Remember that? And it has the music. It's really like my friend walked out of that movie before it even started. You know, just from the intro. No, that's the first one. Okay. Uh, no, the third one is like it's it's like a different setting. It's like the priest or. Uh, yeah. The priest comes back to life, but he's actually... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a different killer. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that movie's dope. All right, Towel's here. Towel, what's yours? Because Towel's in the background. I don't know if he's awake still. Towel, what's your favorite movie for Halloween to watch? We're going to see if he answers, see if he's awake. All right, so he hasn't answered yet, but he might. Uh, well, we're waiting on that. Gina, why is, what is your favorite movie? For Halloween. Oh man, you know, I, I, I actually don't. I, I, I can't say a favorite one because, um, 
I watch a lot of horror movies in October. Um, I don't watch them during the year for whatever reason. And then once October, the, the calendar turns to October 1st, um, if you, if you still have like TV subscriptions, whatever, there, there's lots of available, um, specialty channels like Shutter and AMC and stuff that, that show horror movies. And I'll, I'll pretty much watch them all, man. Uh, let's see. Um, wasted. What are you thinking? Hold on. Hold on. I do have one. I do have one. It just came to my mind. Um, have you guys seen the witch? It's absolutely terrifying. I have a funny story about this too. So yeah, I've it's, seen it. Yeah. Is that funny. Nicolas Cage? No, 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 no. That's it's the one with uh, the girl from the Queen's Gambit, but she's really young in it. She's like okay. probably twelve years old in it, but she's the main character, and uh, it's basically set in like um, I don't know, like long time ago. I don't even know what times it's set in, and uh, you know they live on a farm, and um, basically the there's a the one of the animals on the farm is a goat. It's a black goat, and the it's called Black Philip, and it's it's Satan, it's the devil, and he slowly takes everybody out in the family until it's just the Queen's Gamma girl left, and she becomes part of like Satan's cult, whatever. At the very end, it's 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 pretty crazy. So, funny story about that, TM. I think you'll you'll get a kick out of this. Is that we were out at a petting farm with my family. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, actually, and uh, we went into the area where they had goats, and there was there was one black goat there, and uh, I was talking to the girl that works there because she was had like food to give to the goats and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, check out the black goat," because th- they're not very common, right? Yeah. Uh, they're usually white, and um, I look at that. We were just talking to the girl, and I'm like, "Have you ever seen the movie The Witch?" And she's like, she's like, uh, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, do you remember Black Philip? She's like, uh, no, what's that? And I'm like, Black Philip, the goat. She's like, that's a little racist. And I'm like, it's uh-huh. a fucking goat. Like, it's a fucking goat. How is it racist? The goat is black. It's Black Philip. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, I go with uh, I go with the witch. That is a downright terrifying movie. Wait, isn't, Black, Black, isn't Black Philip something like a show that Patrice O'Neill used to do? Yes, for Opie and Anthony fame, it was on Sirius XM. It was a weekend show on Saturday night. It's called The Black Phillip Show. All of it is archived on archive.com or on YouTube. And uh, if you love Patrice, a fellow Bostonian, probably maybe top five favorite comedians of mine of all time, Black Phillip Show. He'll tell you all about how to deal with bitches and women. Wasted favorite scary movie. Um, well, the two that the two that scare the two that scare me the most is the uh, the, uh, the Omen, the Omen series. But the first Omen, when I watched that when I was young, that like scared the shit out of me. You know where the uh, you know the the child the child is found out to be the the uh, son of Satan, so it's like a possessed demonic little kid, uh, and it's 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 sort of filmed in the seventies. So it's it's kind of realistic. So it really like makes you believe that it could be real. You know, it's not very it's not very jump scare, but it kind of like worms its way. And there's like four of them, like Omen Four. I think it's Omen Four where the little kid appears on the bridge. Do you remember that scene? Yes. It's kind of more like haunting than actually like it's not like terrifying or anything. But it kind of like stays with you, and the other one is uh, 
like from the uh, remember when we did the episode Sweet Sasquatch of Mine about the paranormal? Uh, yeah. Blair, the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch project always like scares me because it reminds me of that time when I when I got like uh, kind of possessed. <laughs> I remember that story. That was a great story. All right, folks, here's Brasky's suggestions. Uh, first one's going to be 1408. It's with John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. The movie fucking terrifies me still. It's a mind fuck. I, usually the movies don't bug me. That one bugs me. A uh, recent horror movie I saw that was pretty good was called The Black Phone. It's on Peacock. Uh, it was pretty entertaining. Uh, it was pretty good. These kids fuck up a uh, pedo. It's uh, good times for everyone had. Uh, Liars. Yeah. Some more uh, 1408 is actually on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, and I'm with you, Brasky. Uh, highly recommended. It's a great is movie, that, John Cusack. Is that Stephen King? Yeah, I've read that. But I've read that story, like in is a book. This, is it it's a, a short story. story? Is it really? a short story? It's Room 1408 uh, from mm -hmm. from one of his collections of uh, short stories. Uh, everything's eventual. Yeah, it's terrifying, dude. It's yeah. a fucking the. The premise is it's realistic. The premise is it's yeah. not something like, I mean, okay, it's not realistic in the fact that, you know, there's supernatural shit involved, but it's something like, all right, if you're in a situation, what are you going to do? And, right. you know, that's something that is good to like to excite somebody, to make them when they're watching or even when they're like listening to a show. Uh, one of the things we always try to do on the fat cast is we want to try to get the audience involved. We want you guys to talk to us. You want you know, we want to interact. This is a show for all of us. But I think that's in movies when they can actually have you put in that position of, hey, listen, I got to get the fuck out of here. There's a killer or there's a situation that's going to happen. You know, like the Saw movies, the reason why they were so good, because someone watches the first Saw movie, you're going to sit back and you're going to go, how the fuck would I get out of the situation? Would mm -hmm. I cut my hand off? What trick am I missing here? When they can play with your mind and they can, you know, make you get involved, it makes anything, any entertainment better. And that's what horror movies do really good when they're good. When they're bad, I mean, if you're going to be a bad horror movie, be an over-the-top bad horror movie. I mean, like, be like Toxic Avenger. I mean, I want something that's just fucking utter shit. If it's going to be bad, be hilariously bad. Be like Halloween fucking 6. You know what I mean? Be like Jason Takes New York, where it's fucking amazing, where Jason's on a fucking, you know, he's on a fucking boat, and then he's in a diner. I mean, that's amazing. I enjoy that type of shit. Be campy, be funny, or be fucking thought-provoking. It's not too much to ask. Dude, it's, it's funny. They call it Jason Takes Manhattan. He's Dude, he's on the boat for like an hour and 20 minutes. He's only in Manhattan for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like My favorite thing, too, is like, dude, if you're even from like the area, like I'm from, you know, the Tri-Cities, you know, I'm from the Tri-States, not Tri-Cities, Tri-State. Like, dude, the boat that he's on from Crystal Lake, how the fuck does that end up in Manhattan? Uh, <laughs> Like, nothing makes sense. Like, what do you do? You fucking rode down from the Poconos? <laughs> There's no fucking water there. Or in uh, that, that same movie where he knocks the, uh, the black dude's head off. He hits him so hard, he knocks his head off. Oh, yeah. I mean, the hardest laugh I think I've ever had at a movie was actually a horror movie. It was uh, Jason X, the one where he's up in space. And, like, they're trying, it's, like, the very end of the movie, and they're trying to get away from him. And they're at, like, this fucking holodeck thing. And they're like, oh, I know what we'll do. <laughs> they fucking fire it up, and it goes back to, like, a fucking campsite in the 80s. It's got these two dumb whores smoking weed and drinking beer, and they look at Jason and go, oh, we like to get high and drink and have and, and have premarital sex. And the next thing you cut, we just got one in a fucking sleeping bag, and he just slammed her against the tree. Yeah. I have a laugh for a good three or four minutes. 
Yeah, that shit was good. Yeah, I love the Jason movies. See, they're good, though. Like, you can look at those and you can be happy watching them. Everyone's got to stop trying to... Like, every movie I watch now, like, I try to watch uh, some action movies. And every one of them tries to be, like, the greatest movie ever made. No one just goes, all right, can we just make a movie that kicks ass? That's just fun. Like, when someone was making Commando, I'm sure they didn't go, you know what? This is going to be our fucking great Gatsby. (laughs) This is going to be our Citizen's Kane. No one thought that when they were making Commando. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I like the, the zombie movies. Like uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. You know, most most zombie movies don't really take themselves too seriously. You know, a movie scared me, and I think this is might cause my mental illness. And everyone in this chat's a dear friend of mine, so I'll share it with you guys. The movie that scared me the most as a kid, and it makes no fucking sense. And I think I've even said it on the fat cast before, and it's terrifying to me still. And it's clearly like it's got to be one of those just weird things in my brain. Do you guys remember the Never Ending Story? Dude, oh, yeah. terrifying, terrifying. Okay. I'm with you. 100%. I had nightmares about that shit, man. We've talked about this before, Lars, on the fat cast. I'm pretty sure we have, but that movie, like, it still bothers me. Like, yeah. it's not the dog, really, that bothers me, which I know a lot of people did, but the fact that it was never ending, and you're on some fucking journey that's never fucking ending. I, I don't know. That, uh, um, that dog, uh, I had nightmares about that shit, man. That I still see it now, and I still see a picture of that now, and I'm... <laughs> The one that really, the one that I remember, like never wanting to watch again. I think was was it Child's Play? Or, How can you like, be afraid where, of Chucky? No, no, no. There was this part in that where he's under the bed, and he doesn't he come out of from under the bed with a scalpel, and then yes. he's cutching the tendon on the the ten, you know, the Achilles heel of the somebody with his scalpel. That's Pet Cemetery. That's Pet Okay, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the the kid. Yeah, he brings the kid back to life, and then he turns that's into right. like a kind of like a Chucky. Yeah. Gage. That's Whoa. that's the thing. That movie. I watched that movie, and that's the scene where I'm like, you know, I don't want to watch this movie because of that. But I love that movie for some reason because it's remember, like uh, from that uh, era. Uh, what was his name? Jed, the, the old guy. Yeah, Jed. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go down there. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> hey, hey guys, this, yeah. this is this is a this is a fucking you know one of the things I always think of is like you know we have almost seventy episodes, maybe seventy five of the fat cast that I'm gonna be able to look back at this twenty or thirty years from now, maybe forty, I'll be dead, who knows? But at least we did something where we can look back and think about the times we laughed with our friends. So I'll share stuff with you guys that I really wouldn't share in public. So I'll share this. If you guys remember the movie Pet Cemetery 2. So Brasky's, I'm 38 now. So that movie came out, I was like maybe 10. No, even maybe like nine. I'm trying to think it was 93 or 94 when that movie came out. But I always remember, I was like, what's going on here? There's a scene in that movie, like after like the father, who's like in a bunch of movies later on, he's a big creepy motherfucker. Uh, the stepfather, who's the sheriff, gets killed and he comes back to life. There's a scene where he's fucking the mother. And her tits are like, she's riding them on top and everything. And I just remember getting like, I was like, Ooh, what's this? And I was fascinated by it. And then like my mental disturbance from that, I'm like, huh, like, that's, that's kind of weird. I don't know if anyone else kind of thought that or is just me being a fucking weird. Well, okay. those, uh, horror movies are made silence, like, my old friend. Ad- adolescents, aren't they? So they throw in, I mean, the only pe- uh, teenagers or people that think, don't think they're going to die. Like they think oh, like horror movies are like fun so that but they also interested in sex so when they make these movies they put these things all these things together you know like the scream movies it's all like hot teens isn't it yeah it is 
It's like and it's always faggy guys. Like I, I always looked at that like, dude, if I was living in Scream, it's a bunch of fuck. It's two faggots with Bowie knives. I'm not really, you know, I don't think anybody, any of us would give a <laughs> shit. Like these, these assholes put on a Halloween costume running around with Bowie knives. Yeah, you, could probably, you could probably stab me, and then I'd fucking knee you in the ball so fucking hard. <laughs> Wasn't the one guy a fag in real life? The guy that played Shaggy. Yes. Uh, Is he a fag? Matthew Lillard, he was, uh, he was, I don't know if he's a fag or not, but he was a dude, he's in a movie too. That I'm telling you, it was, uh, what was it? Um, uh, it was a movie where, uh, he was in with Carrie Russell and another actor where he was the roommate of this guy and they killed the roommate off to like, get like, uh, so they get like good grades in college. So like, yeah, that sounds you remember that anyways, there's. There's a scene in that movie where fucking Carrie Russell's giving up. Just she drops down and just starts sucking his cock. I mean, now it's an R-rated movie, so they don't obviously have cock yeah. in her mouth. This isn't like the fucking Brown Bunny, but it's like Jesus Christ, that came out of nowhere. Like you see her fucking little curly head just going to fucking work. Okay, yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I'll find the movie name. It might be. Like, it's not Dead Men on Campus because that's with Zach Morris, but it's like that. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of ones now. Now, Tommy, you mentioned Shaggy out of nowhere. Now. I heard a rumor that there's a new Shaggy. He might be a uh, he might be different than the old Shaggy. What's this about? Uh, he's black Shaggy. All right, what's his what's his name? I think it's Nor Norvell or some shit. So I heard that Velma is going to be a lesbian in it. Lesbian Indian, yeah. Oh, hasn't she okay. always been a lesbian? Hey, wait, wait, wait! You know who's doing her voice though, don't you? No. It's that chick from the office, the Indian chick. Oh no! She's the one Bailey. who. Made, yeah, no. she's the one. Yeah, she's the one who's making the show. Is, oh. is that Peter Dinklage is going to be like Scrappy Doo? Yeah. <laughs> okay, the movie that we were talking about earlier is called The Curve. Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember it. All right. I and then that movie. Next one we were talking about was that bitch from The Office, which is her name is Mindy Kaling, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Mindy Kaling, which, you know, she's very funny. I'm not going to say she's not. I like The Office. I think it's a good show. But she's not attractive by any means. And anyone who finds her attractive is just, Mindy Kaling looks like, and this is nothing to say about her personally. I've never met the lady. But she looks like, you know, when you take a really, really hard shit, like when you haven't fucking, you know, had any water in you for a few days and you're fucking, it's a real dehydrated fucking rock solid shit. That's what Mindy Kaling looks like to me. Anyone who finds her voice or anything sexy or appealing about her is clearly a homosexual. Clearly, clearly, I just want to keep bringing back all this shit from like 20, 30 years ago and putting all this like diversity shit in it. What are they going to do? Remake American History X with a fucking uh, transgendered? Yeah, that'd be I, I, well, they, they don't need to make these movies profitable, do they? Because if the movie is woke, they get some of that ESG money. Yeah. You know, the environmental. Uh, Social governance money. Yeah, but like that doesn't from, work, dude. It? If you go woke, you go broke. Look at my GNR. Now listen, no, we, no, since the, the boys no, kind of like the movies bomb, the movies bomb, and they don't make any money. But the the companies that are making the money get get like a cut of this fifty one trillion dollars. That is it, Vanguard or BlackRock? They're like funneling money into the movies movie industry. But so that, that's what I'm saying is that. If you go woke, you go broke. And what I was using as an analogy so our people can understand is look at my GNR. That place has gone more woke in the last 10 years than any fucking form in music. And they have lost more users. 
they have lost more page clicks. They've become almost mm-hmm. irrelevant. Now, we're not saying bad apples is fucking anything you know special. It's just us. But at the but, same time, dude, going woke, you go broke. Now, you're mentioning yeah, that big companies like BlackRock down- and shit are financing yeah, it to control yeah, the narrative. what I'm saying is that Downsy's probably getting like uh, some like secret <laughs> money put into his money from BlackRock. You no. know, the people who are behind the scenes are getting slipped money. Or no, they get he's one of the their... stupid true believers, though. He's one of the people that believes that Democrats and Republicans are different. He's one of those people that believe they're all not sitting with each other laughing like Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell aren't having fucking drinks and laughing at our stupid asses every night. Dude, Downsy, dude. I uh, actually I clicked that over there for something the other day. That place is dead, man. I mean, it's beyond. I mean, we're not that busy over at Bad Apples. We're truly not. I mean, I'm grateful for all our posters from Europe and Australia that have joined us in the last year. I know some of the guys that have left, but you know, we're there just to talk with our friends and continue on. We're not saying we're the biggest anymore. Guns and F and Roses is dead. We we've moved on. It is what it is. Did you see that video? Just do I forget? I'm sure I saw a video this morning or a story about Nancy Pelosi. There's a new video of her when she finds out about January 6th. There's a video of her saying that she's going to punch like Donald Trump in the face. Yeah. Did you see that? No, that's amazing. It's an elite. It's like a leaked uh, video from the when she just finds out about it. She's watching it in like some office on TV. And then she's like screaming on the telephone about how she's going to kill kill Trump. Well, listen, as long as she does that, if Trump's dressed up as He-Man, I'm all good. Because if fucking Pelosi comes after Trump and he's dressed as He-Man, I got my Skeletors versus He-Man in real life. That's all I fucking wanted since Masters of the Universe. And I'm going to fucking get it back, baby. I think like Trump looks like always looks like Davy Crockett to me. You know, we were talking horror movies, and then someone brought it up on the forum. This wasn't me, but God, it was accurate. If you look at Axl Rose now, so everyone I want you, and this is where if France wasn't hiding from us, which France, what the fuck? We've invited you on the show tonight. Come on, fucking either say yes, I support their decision, or no, I don't, and whatever. But anyways, so someone on the forum said that the new Michael Myers, the mask, how it's aged and how they used it for the last three films. If you look at that mask, and you look at Axl Rose now, it's the same fucking guy. It's the same picture. Well, I when Axel came out, remember when he uh, came out with his short haircut? Yeah. So that, that was probably a couple of years ago. And I, I, I believe it was in the reunion, was it not? That he came out with his short hair? Like the uh, really yeah. short hair? Yeah. 2020. 2019, okay. 2020. I want to say I, it was either the end of 19 or the very, like, yeah, it was the end of 19. End of 19. I remember posting, and this is me posting. I remember uh, on GNFNR because uh, there was a side view of him uh, with his haircut and standing on stage singing, and I was like, "Holy fuck, he looks like Michael Myers!" And it got a whole bunch of likes and whatever. But so yeah, man, that is Michael Myers to a T. Well, he's for like the last decade, he's looked like uh, Mama Fratelli. Mama Fratelli, yeah, absolutely too. He I still say, used to look like. Uh, didn't he used to look like Kenny Powers, like in two thousand nine? I've even taken oh, that further, guys. And Yo, this Sam and Sam, like, the rootinous, tootinous, ombre of the whole land. It's like Yosemite Sam. If you look at Axel's mustache, <laughs> yeah, I could see it one hundred percent. No, I've looked at it from a different perspective, and this is related to uh, next week's show. Next week on the show, we're planning on having Franz return. We're also are planning on having Odd make his triumphant return. 
and we're going to discuss all about the film. We're going to discuss uh, where we are, where we are in pre-production, and uh, what we're doing moving forward. But bringing up Odd, we automatically think of porno. When I think of porno, I think of Jenna Jameson, and I think of Boogie Nights. When I think of Boogie Nights, I think of Axl Rose looks exactly like Philip Seymour Hoffman from Boogie Nights. Oh. Fucking, it's the same guy. And he, Philip Seymour Hoffman looks a little bit like Bette Midler. <laughs> you know, in Beaches. I'm on that set, so, dude. That's that's so cool. like cold beached. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Bones, can we get a cover of Wind Beneath My Wings, please? Hello. I can fly. You want to win beneath my wings. My <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, it's oh, great. Wasted. Like I say, every show, brother, it takes a while, but eventually you start fucking hitting the parking lot. He's well, our home run. We got one more, guys, and uh, we'll wrap it up with this one. Uh, so there's a professional basketball player in uh france he plays for the llnb pro a league uh on a team called the metropolitan 92 and the the question is does he have the best last name ever and the man's name is steve steve ho you fat okay that went over like a lead balloon (laughs) no i get it (laughs) This, this, the guy's name is Steve Ho You Fat. H O space Y O U space F A T. That's the guy's because, last name. Because NBA players, yeah, because NBA players, they they don't they don't sleep with hoes. <laughs> exactly, but he's not in the NBA though. He's 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 from uh, he's from French Guyana, and he's thirty four years old. And uh, he, like I said, he plays in the the France Pro League. And his name is is Steve Ho You Fat. <laughs> it's like Tao Young Fat. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> hold, on, exactly. hold on, hold on. Let, let me say that how they actually uh, pronounce it. Um, it's pronounced How You Fat. <laughs> so you don't pronounce the T. Like, I don't think it's Tao Young Fat or Ho You Fat. <laughs> how, how is it pronounced again, Brasky? That's fucking good. How- you fight. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, to answer the question, um, I don't know if it's the best name ever, but it's uh, it's, it's certainly something. Ho, you fat. Anyway. I just like that we're on a topic right now. Whoever asked that question... Uh, that's the kind of question that they'd be running on, like, a wacky morning show. Like, hey, this is K100. Uh, wacky names. Hey, this is the basketball player. His name is, uh, oh, you fat. Wow. Just, ugh. <laughs> Just fucking garbage. You what do you get you know, His last name is Nigger. Dick Nigger. Yeah, There's a baseball player named Dick Nigger. Bad. I hope I fat ho. There must be somebody called I fat ho. Hopefully. I don't know. That's great. Uh, boys, what do we have for topics? Hey, I, I got one. You want to know, uh, speaking of Europe, 
You want to know who a good poster is? Like a good uh, user? It's, uh, I think he goes by action or like, was it booty? You know oh, booby talking? trap? Yeah. Like I yeah, he's our homie. I like it though. Uh, have you seen him post on uh, my GNR though? No, what has he been up to? Dude, he like he'll post his opinion and like down to just get like fucking furious. Cause he's anti-vax and uh you know he's more like I guess I mean I don't even want to say right leaning, but he's just more like he's he's not like far left, you know, like Downsy. So like he'll write like a huge like essay and Downsy be like, no uh and you're talking about like the Democrats and shit. But this is funny, like dude, this has been going on for like years, I guess, like back and forth. You know, I had a thing with Jarma one time where me and him go back and forth, and it was fun. But it gets to a point where you have to realize that the other person is just a fucking moron, and there's nothing you can do. Like, Downsy, he's going to believe whatever they tell him. No matter what they tell him, he's not going to have an open mind to anything. Like, I'm open-minded. I'll listen to what a liberal says. I'll listen to what a conservative says. I'll make my own opinion and judge it from there. Downsy will not. And you could say, Brasky, why are you then still such a hypocrite when it comes to Mojo? Well, he drew first blood. Yeah. I just wanted to get someone to fucking eat. But Downsy, I was cold and tired. I was walking through the fucking town, and he drew first blood. Downsy's has written like unintentionally, like some of the funniest fucking like lines though. Downsy's like asshole at fucking. Listen, Downsy's basically Patrick. Like if you told me that fucking Downsy uh, lived in Milwaukee, had a really ugly fat wife, and uh, <laughs> I believe you. Well, have you ever? Uh, did you ever read that one quote he wrote about? Uh, he wrote something like someone said, like how like most people don't know like the gun rights in America or some shit like down to like a down to a science. He goes, "Oh, I don't know. I uh, I read seventy books and I wrote a thesis on it or something." It's literally fucking written diarrhea. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. I mean, here's the thing about guns: there's a conversation that can be had, and it maybe should, but at the same time, people need to stop making everything evil. People are evil. It's not a gun that kills people. It's a fucking shit-headed person. Uh, it's a person who drives a car that kills people. It's a person who flies planes in the towers that kill people. Yeah. You know, it's not a fucking item, all right? And, all right, what other topics do we have, gentlemen? Or do you remember when, uh, do you remember when Downsy wrote, uh, he goes, actually, Canadians actually know more about U.S. history than Americans do? Do you remember that quote? I do. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Ah, fucking down, dude. The worst I, thing I is remember, he believes. I, I said to him, like, I I remember talking, said to him once, but like, <laughs> did 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 Sandy Hook really happen? I didn't even know what Sandy Hook was, uh, you know. And he and he went like completely mental. Yeah, he did that with me too, because uh, like a year or two after Sandy Hook happened, I made a thread. This is when I was still on my GNR, and either him or Russ, uh, uh took off the topic and they got all pissy well tommy not to be a dick you did say that downsy fucking uh, took photographs the year before for the sandy hook elementary school that he was the photographer on picture day so i mean <laughs> that's that's a little bit far buddy <laughs> you had emotional attachment and you're here making fun of them. one of them it was either russ or downsy said how like they knew somebody that like knew somebody at sandy hook i'm like nah i don't think you do somebody was Listen, the first I responder Somebody was was telling me that they were a first responder, and they were they were like saying that they were like disgusted with what I was saying, and I said I don't even know what Sandy Hook was. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I just like you know just made a post. 
Is that, but the, is thing, that the place the where Great White killed everyone at the concert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. When I think of Sandy Hook, I think of like Sandy Cock. Because like I had sex with this girl on a beach once, and I got like sand on my cock, and I was sanding her va- vagina, and it was like just like having sex with sandpaper on your dick. <laughs> so, folks, every time that uh, Wace has heard about the massacre at Sandy Hook, which we all uh, think is horrible, uh, he thinks about the time he was on the beach fucking abroad in sandy vaginas. He thinks of pecan sandies. I think that I, the thing I remember about Danzy was that he was. I was saying there's no way that Trump is a Russian agent, you know, like they might get him like on tax or some financial thing. But there's no way that he's like colluding with Russia to win the election. You know, that's what I remember talking to him about. And he was saying he was basically saying I, I was like, you know, like I was like a sort of, I don't know, right wing extremist or something. <laughs> Wasted. Wasted. Did you tell him, hey, listen, asshole, I fucking know Peter Steele. I've been in the same fucking training groups as Peter Steele. I've been to the same company meetings and retreats with Peter Steele. The guy's a fucking piece of shit. He's a liar. All right. We all laugh at him behind his back. No, Did no, you tell him I was talking, in, you know, in a roundabout way, because I was talking about the Pfizer, you know, the uh, Hillary Clinton and the Pfizer report and Obama. That's how I knew that, you know, all that stuff with uh, Carter, is it Aaron? Not Aaron Carter, but Carter Page. Remember that story? That, that was like, that was kind of like an underground kind of theory, but everybody knew it, but it hadn't been like can, kind of confirmed by the mainstream media yet, which it has been recently, but it's too late. You know, but, you know the media is always like two years behind what's actually happening. Hey, wait, so can we get a podcast exclusive here? Can you give us a, like, can you tell us a little bit? I know you've known Michael Steele just a little bit from uh, your interactions with him. Uh, did you ever go drink with Michael Steele or was it just, you know, strictly business? Uh, I think like we went to Soho once and like, you know, we put our dicks in one of the, those holes where the lizards lick your, lick your dick in the hole. <laughs> wow, folks. I mean, we just broke news that fucking CNN and Fox News, the AP. I mean, they should all run with it, but they won't. Do you know why is another topic? Well, I don't know if I could follow that up, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, it is breaking news. It is breaking news. Breaking news. This just into the Fatcast studios. Um, what You've do you never talk? been to, like, New York City and, like, gone to the one of those, like, hole-in-the-wall places? Where you, um, where you think there's, like, a woman behind the, behind the wall who's, like, sucking a cock, but really they've probably just got, like, a cat or something. No, 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 no. Wasted. I went there one time and my friend was with me and I was, I went there with Willie, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. And he brought me one of those places and uh, he assures me it's a woman and uh, he got his dick sucked. And when he was leaving, he says, all right, thanks, Amanda. Or, and Willie's this. He went, thanks, Amanda. I'll be back next week to get my dick sucked, bitch. (laughs) How was your day? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, so I, I, I found a story. Um, Willie's a nice guy, though. Hold on. Before you get to your story, I want you to know this. Before we shit on Willie, I love you, Willie. Please don't get mad at me. Willie knows that, uh, you know, through his genetics, he has a little of a vitamin deficiency. So uh, he makes sure that uh, when, when he goes to that little hole to get his dick sucked. Hey, Amanda, I bought you some multivitamins. So when you're sucking my load down, you fucking get it. You'll make sure to get all the vitamins for it. All the good shit. And I, I thought that was really considerate of him. But Gene, our liars, you have a story? 
Yeah. Um, now, I found this story yesterday. Um, it's not new, though. I need to clarify that it's not new. It is from 2017, but it was it was just too good to pass up. Uh, so I'll read you the headline, and then we can get into it after. The headline goes on to say, "Women woman rode motorbike naked, got fingered in the street, and punched a blind man." The oh, Madison on holiday. Day of life, Mila Harris. <laughs> So Natasha, so it's it's almost too funny because this happened on December twenty eighth, and the girl's name is Nat- Natasha Claus. Um, oh, oh, oh. She was de- she was described as a, a mess by the judge after she turned up in court four hours late to be handed a thirteen month prison sentence. So she, the judge revealed that she had been uh, caught riding through the Surrey town naked on a motorbike. Um, but that's not what she was sentenced for. She pleaded guilty to outraging for uh, public uh, indecency after she was caught in a sex act that Judge Peter Ross says no doubt was for money. So I guess somebody was fingering her for some money or whatever. And, uh, you know, sadly enough, she has two children. And then uh, she beat up uh, she beat up a blind man in her uh, uh, rampage. Of, <laughs> of, so... You could say oh. that he didn't see it coming. She also put her panties in her handbag. Beautiful. That was also a detail that, you know, she was going around getting fingered for money. You know, she's pretty committed to it. Where was she doing this? Was she at like a fucking fish market? I mean, someone, you know, eventually the smell would get used to it. I mean, if she's gone around and there's more than one or two fingerings going, I mean, the dryness or the fucking level of fucking uh, moisturizer she's put down there is fucking insane. So, um, the, defense, the defense barrister, uh, Timothy Leet, said that she was addicted to inhaling butane gas. And then that led Judge Mosh to tell her, your life is a mess. I don't know, you think? <laughs> and the judge added any assault on a vulnerable person is very serious indeed as is any attack on the police officers who we have a moral obligation to protect so and she attacked two police officers and she called one of them a fucking cunt <laughs> that's great i think we found our new bachelorette folks yep yep this this season on cbs or that she'll be on fox actually um, this season on Fox, tune in to see uh, whatever her name was. Miss One of the Wallace. conversations will be how many fingers you can get in her pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds more like a 20 Day Fiance. Oh, I love 90 Day Fiance. It was one of the best shows ever. These fucking, these neckbeard incels that are like 40, never been later in their life. Try picking up these like Ukrainian, Russian broads. Some of them are like Brazilian. They're all just these fucking. You know, these bros that are way out of their league and they think they love them. It's like, oh, so you want to come over to my uh, one bedroom apartment here in Tampa? That's <laughs> oh, great. I work at Staples. And meanwhile, this bitch is like, yes, you're so handsome, Larry. Please, let me go with you. It's, it's great. Hey, guys, I had a question for you. I was The other day, I was pontificating to myself. I said, Brasky, what do you think the chances are that uh, Ansel Rose purchased Elton John's wardrobe? Because we all know the great the Elton John is retiring this year, folks. The great Elton John is finally hanging him up. But the way that Axel Rose has now cut his hair to be like Elton John, the way the piano and Axel are just becoming more one to each other, and mm-hmm. the fact that 
his clothes have just become more vibrant. Do you think there's a possibility that Axl Rose has purchased the wardrobe of one Elton John? Uh, well, firstly, I think, you know, having sex with uh, Marlon Brando or me is kind of similar. And it's basically like a wardrobe falling on top of you with the key still in the, in the lock. Interesting. <laughs> but I think, Axel, you know, Marlon Brando's wardrobe towards the end, he basically went from just wearing like dresses and like uh, hospital like clothing on set. And then he basically just went, didn't he go like full naked, like in the score, like one of his last movies was the score with that retard who was like infiltrating that warehouse. And it's like Marlon Brando would just spend the whole like movie in a bathhouse naked, just giving them advice about what they should do. Yeah. That, I don't remember that. You, so, uh, you know, the, what's that called? Edward Norton. Yeah, he Norton. Like, yeah. pretended to be a retard to yeah. get into the warehouse. Yeah. So that movie, that movie was... Uh, that movie was filmed in Montreal when I was still living there. And the, if you know anything about the fucking French media there, they go crazy for gossip, right? So there was so much gossip surrounding um, Marlon Brando during the filming of that movie about all the stuff that you just said wasted. So, um, yeah, it's, he, he was, uh, he was a little, uh, eccentric by the time he had uh, filmed that and by the time he had uh, died so yeah i'm not surprised at all uh, but i think maybe those clothes that he was wearing are like too big for elton john like elton john's not is fat for like a short guy but he's not really a heavyweight like marlon brando no he's not yeah but axel is not really tall either axel's like the same size as elton john he's like five six five seven he's not a very tall guy and the fact that yeah. they're both big fat fucks now and they love the piano ballads, I mean, it's amazing to me. Guys, I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm, I'm about over Guns N' Roses. I'm about, I'm almost to the point now where I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, uh, I'm almost completely out of the game. I'm almost completely out of giving a shit at all. Like, if this Rolling Stone article doesn't come out by the end of the year, I'm done. I don't care anymore. I'm just looking at this as maybe one last opportunity to see what's out there. Because overall, instead of that, I am fucking done with the only thing, The only thing I care about, I just want to see uh, Steven's band live. Oh, dude, they're really good. Have you seen them lately? I, I posted it on Bad Apples, but they've been touring this year. And I got to tell you, the lead singer's not bad. And fucking Adler is amazing on drums. Yeah, well, that's, the only th that's the only aspect about GNR that I care about anymore. I wish I could care more about it, but like knowing the fact that like I've for the last, I came back in 16. I really got into looking for shit in about 17. I took a break beginning of 2020 for a bit and I got back into it about six months ago. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's for what's out there. It's not worth the stress and drama. It's really fucking not. I don't care about any of your fucking pro shots. Any of your old fucking bootlegs, you can all kiss my ass. I really, I mean, I don't even give a shit about pro shots from this era anymore. I just, it's either let me hear new music or I don't care. And yeah. there's very, very limited new music. I mean, it's out there, but the cost is fucking insane. And what they want to return is just, I I can't match it. So why even bother? Right. On a, on a good note, though, um, I was out with my boys today who are both fairly young um they asked me to put on uh appetite for destruction they were like daddy can you put on that album appetite for destruction i really like that song welcome to the jungle i'm like yeah no problem um 
Oh, how's it going with that Michelle chick, by the way? Is uh, she responded back to us yet? I have not heard back from her. I wish she would, though. Um, we need to get on that shit a little bit more. Hey? We need to get her on here. I don't know what Dunsford's doing. He's still fucking hiding. Uh, Juggalo, who was supposed to be on the show a thousand times, is still fucking ducking us. I mean, Peisner, I haven't tried reaching out to him for about a week and a half now. He's still ducking us. I We get ducked by more fucking people to come on the show than by anyone. And I think we're pretty nice. I don't think we've ever really been mean to anybody. Well, surprising. Jarmo, or no, what's his name? I don't, Brando thinks we were mean, so. Well, how the fuck were we mean, Brando? For fuck's yeah. sake. Who's Brando? A guy that got picked on by fucking Madeline. I mean, here's the deal, guys. If you're such a <laughs> bitch that you're going to let fucking Madeline fucking ruin you, listen, I'm friends with Madeline. I get along with the individual. I, I find them funny. But the fact that you're so much of a fucking faggot in life, you're going to let that person destroy you and threaten you? Fuck you. <laughs> Brando uh, runs uh, another podcast on Guns N' Roses. Um, it's called something like Ape Tit for Distortion or something. It's not bad. It's just a fucking nerdy thing where he sucks up to the band. And every week it's like, hey, guys, uh, who wants to discuss? They, they, they sound check. Don't damn me this week. Yeah. You know what? And, and I've said this on the show before everything went down. And you know what? That was just basically fluff, too. Um, I've said this before. His podcast is is half decent, right? And he, but he's just a, like he is a fanboy, right? And he's no Russ TCB. <laughs> Listen, no, Tommy, not. I got some bad news. Tommy, I know you're 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 better than me on this podcasting and radio show stuff, and I'm hoping that uh, you might have an announcement here in the near future. Uh, I'll leave that to you. However, um, Russ TCB is kicking the fat cast's ass in views. I'm losing to Russ TCB every oh, fucking. He, can I take it personally? He has a he has a podcast. Oh, dude, Infectious Groove podcast. Please, Tommy, are you by your computer? Yeah. Okay, go to YouTube and type in Infectious Groove podcast. It's a video podcast. I mean, he, he he's domineering. He's he's dominant. It's it's great. Call it again, Groove. Infectious Groove podcast. It's like the AIDS of podcasting. It's the Infectious Groove podcast. You'll and then you'll see his face and uh, you know. He's kicking my ass. I can't even talk shit to him. I mean, it's bad. You know whose podcast I really hope gets off the ground. Who's that? Does anyone have Does anyone have the old MSL Hitman podcast? Back in the day, back in like two thousand fucking eleven or twelve, MSL and our dear friend Hitman, good old Allie, uh, they uh, they made a podcast discussing music, and it was really good. And everyone goes, "Oh, you're an MSL fanboy." The motherfucker plays half of you, and it's funny. We please you too. Okay. And I, the podcast, I really wish we could find it so we could upload it and let the fans hate it again. Like, we were able to upload, or somebody did, thank Jesus, the uh, Rick Dunsford and KB call. So you can really hear why uh, we don't like Belasco, because he's just an asshole to the fans. He's just a complete dick. Um, but there's some interesting shit we're trying to work on here. Um, so that's no one, Michelle. She still hasn't got back to us. Um, the porno's still going. Um we're trying to get things going. I talked to uh, Towel and I talked to uh, our dear friend uh, Killer on the Loose about doing a uh, best of clips where, you know how Killer was doing the best of, but we'll do like a best of for the end of the year show where it's going to have the best of our uh, clips throughout everything. Like I was thinking how funny the uh, most people haven't heard it was there was a uh, Angica and E.T. saga where at the end of it, uh, E.T., we cut up with everything he was saying to her, professing his love. And underneath it, we put uh, Peterson Terra's uh, I'm the man who will fight for your honor. And mm -hmm. I still, every time I go back and listen to that, have a fucking laugh. 
It still was the, the best material. The the white girl uh, clip is from the episode uh, "Pale, Pale and Wasted," and it's at the one hour and 16, 16 uh, minute mark. Folks, if you're looking for the original, folks, you got. I mean, uh, here's the deal: Killer on the Loose. I need you to uh, clip that this week. We need to upload that to the selects. It's it's such a classic bit of the show. Um, that's something I'd be interested to do. Um, so we're working on that. And we're just trying to make the show a little more interesting and a little more, uh, you know, fun. Now, when it comes to Pale Horse, Pale, no one on the show has issues with you. Well, Ricky has an issue with you, but that's between you two. We've invited you on the show for the last year to come back on. You're the one who hasn't responded. You're the one who's ducking us, dude. No one's mad at you. Fucking Gina Liars isn't mad at you. We all know that, like, when it comes to this decision to fucking, uh, you know, blame liars for the war room's fucking whatever the fuck's going on with it, uh, that you're not, dude, you're, you're a fence rider, dude. We know that. We know that you're not fucking on the other end going, oh, we need to ban liars. We know this is fucking Manuel and fucking Mojo and probably that little Russian kid. We're not dumb. Maybe Mud Kicker because he's a fucking bitter old bitch. But, I mean... We know what's going on. Pale, you're welcome to come back on. We like you on the show. Yeah. I have two other hosts and a guest, but no one talks. We're all here. Uh, well, young. Uh, I've got a story that a young man uh, forced into sex by a woman who was far bigger than him. There's a this this woman who's uh she's, she's called. I Imogen thought we weren't Brooks. talking about miser. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Imogen Brooks. Uh, she's. Uh, you know, uh, a man has accused a bigger and stronger woman of forcing him to have sex with her without consent. Uh, basically, uh, she refused to take no for an answer from from him, and somehow he was he was like erect, but he didn't want to have sex with her. Um, I mean, she was very drunk, and uh, she, you know, she was 30, 30 years old, and he was probably like a bit younger than him. He was like a college student. Uh, and she rode him for like 15 minutes and then then after and she got off him and she felt violated uh, so I Listen, mean, the, in, in, wreck, then he was complicit in the action i mean there's no doubt about but, it you can't just make your fucking you know <laughs> unless the guy ate a fucking a bunch of viagra like there were fucking skittles beforehand if the man decided to fucking get a heart on and let the girl ride him on top i mean no matter how big she was here he had at least participate in keeping that dick hard all right. She yeah, could have been yelling Margaret Thatcher, fucking B. Arthur. He could have been doing stuff to make his dick, you know, get soft. That's Mama Joe, thinking. Mama Joe, but he didn't. Can you, can you actually get raped as a man? But then I was thinking, like, well, hold on, hold I've, on. I've had that kind of situation where you're with, like, a really hot girl and you're fully erect. But you don't want, you haven't got, like, say you haven't got a condom and you don't want to get her pregnant. But, so you don't want to have sex with her. But then she starts having sex with her and you don't really want to have sex. So, so it's possible that she could have, like, even even though he didn't want to, he was still erect. Listen, this sounds very familiar to a story I heard back in the uh, the 70s. This was this lady, she was in her 40s, this kid who was, like, in high school, and she made a move on him, and, you know, something happened, and blah, blah, blah. Listen, it, it's very similar. It's very disturbing. Uh, Tommy, I saw you wrote a message, but I wasn't looking at my screen. I missed it, buddy. What was your message? Was it something insulting, I hope? Uh, I posted a photo of Russ. Oh, isn't he a handsome bastard? <laughs> He's from Michigan, right? Yeah, he is, buddy. Yeah. You, you, 
Listen, you, you're from Michigan. So is my buddy Jack Burton. And I love Jack Burton. We play PlayStation together. We have in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to do a fat cast where it's you and Jack, and then you guys go get Zozo and you get Rust TCB, and we do like a fat cast infectious groove fucking crossover show. You and uh you and Jack can host it on our behalf. I met uh I met Zozo, where the fuck his name is. You know, I used to, Zozo used to be a really good friend of mine. Like seriously, we were friends. Like we'd talk on the phone, we we were good buddies. And then he got so mad because my opinion on the Iranian fucking thing where uh, Al Samadi got fucking his uh, little fucking terrorist ass fucking blown up by Trump. He got so mad at me because he's, you know, he's Iranian. He's like, oh, my people, this and that. And then the fucking his Trump derangement syndrome got involved in our friendship so much. It's like, dude, we're, we're friends. I don't care what your politics are. But he cared so much what my politics were that we we're no longer friends. Yeah. So yeah, I met him in uh, Vegas. He, see, he seemed nice, but I only met him for like maybe two minutes, three minutes. Dude, super, super nice guy. That's the that's what I hate about it. Is like Zozo is not a bad guy by any means. He means really well. He's a very caring person that I've seen from the stories he's told me and how he interacts with people. But he's so deranged when it comes to his politics now that he thinks like, oh man, that guy voted for Trump. He must be the fucking antichrist. Everything Joe Biden and the Democrats tell me is right. So if 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 someone disagrees with that, they must be my enemy. Which is like, no, no, dude, no. But whatever. I mean, people think they know things they don't know. But well, dude, I uh, I think I've said it on here before. I know I said it on the forum. Like I ended a twenty five plus year like best friend relationship because all I wrote down in a text message was, if I get COVID, I get COVID. Like that ended a twenty five year plus like best friend relationship. That is pathetic. That is in sad. Fact, so in, fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, that that that, that same person, he met. Uh, he also met uh, Zoso Rose, whatever the fuck his name is. Because he went to Vegas with him. Not to be too intruding here, I'm hoping it wasn't Sob. No, no, I'm not talking about Sob. I'm, I'm talking about this dude I went to high school or uh, shit, middle school and then high school with. Oh, okay. Because I love Sob. If he told yeah, me, guys, uh, which uh, by the uh, way, the best videos on YouTube. If you ever want to see any great Axel ACDC, SOB, who I absolutely adore. I wish she would be on the fat cast. Totally cool motherfucker. Uh, David Allen Code fan also. He uh, he has the best ACDC videos. But, Tommy, please continue. Well, yeah, man. Like, all I wrote down in a text message. He was like, we, uh, he was already, I guess he was already getting kind of pissy about, like, some of my views, you know? Like, this is, this is shit I would say out loud. I didn't think it was, like, you know, anything major. But then, like, he was taking all the heart and shit. And I was like, I didn't even know this. And then, like, uh, he messaged me drunk one night, uh, bitching about COVID. Because he's a school teacher, you know? And uh, all I wrote down was, hey, man, if I get COVID, I get COVID. I'm not going to lose sleep over it or something. Like, I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I don't remember. This is like, a few years ago. And, yeah, I haven't talked to him since then. You want to hear something crazy, dude? Uh, when I was a kid, my dad was, uh, he-, he was in the politics up in Boston pretty decently. And um, he was really, really good friends with a congressman. Like, the guy was a friend of our family. He'd come over the house, you know. Yeah. My dad would do all his business with him, et cetera. And he was a Democrat. He's a very, very, very famous Democrat. But my dad is a registered Republican, has campaigned for co- Republicans, like went to, like, campaign dinners and shit mm-hmm. in Boston for Republicans. But one of his best friends, who's passed away in the last, you know, shit, 17 years, I think now, was actually a Democrat. Like yeah. fucking, and you know what? It never came up. It was never an issue. Like, oh, hey, uh, so you have these really, you know, fundamental views, and you're one of the people in our country that pushes it extremely hard. 
and you're a Democrat, and my view is a Republican, but these two fucking guys didn't give a shit when they're having a beer or they're eating dinner together or they're laughing or they're doing something for the community at an event, which I, I just want to know how the fuck we went from there to the point we're ending friendships now because one person says, if I get a disease that's spreadable, I get it, I get it, and that just ends a friendship. I don't well, understand I, how we become so angry towards each other. Well, dude, before, uh, before not even... Not even 2016, but like before, like 2018, I never heard my mom talk about politics, and now she just like goes ape shit whenever she watches TV now. Dude, I hate. <laughs> like, I I used to watch like when I was a kid, I'd watch. I'd come home from work, and I, I was bartending at the time, so I'd come home and be like, ah, shit, one or two in the morning most nights, and there's a show on Fox. It was called Red Eye. It was hosted by Greg Gutfield, and he used to have a bunch of Opie and Anthony guys on there, and I really enjoyed the show, but it was basically just a, it was a show that was meant to bring entertainment. That's yeah. the only time I ever really got involved in watching anything on Fox News or CNN or anything like that. I used to watch Larry King, because Larry King fucking rules. Yeah. But now, if you try to watch this, my dad watches Fox News all the fuck, all day long, and <laughs> I have family members that watch MSNBC and CNN all day long. And the way that they're so warped and the way that they think, like, they hear the same story, but they hear a different side of it from each side. Yeah. And they believe such polar opposite things. It's insane. Like, oh, one thing is Trump's trying to save our country. The other person believes Trump's a Russian spy. This is 100% accurate. This is what these fuckers believe. Oh, yeah. It's also because um, on – I've watched a little bit of Fox News and MSN, whatever, uh, even CNN. It's because – they're not just reporting the news anymore. They've turned it into like shows, right? So it's yep. it's it's like you don't watch your half an hour sitcom anymore or your hour long um, dramedy or 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 hospital show or lawyer show anymore. You know what I mean? You don't watch those shows anymore. You watch the news for the shows, even though it's supposed to be delivering you. Um, um, accurate content they're presenting it in a way that's very hollywood and it's very flamboyant and very you know it's it's fluff pieces right well let me ask you guys it's, this it's do you guys opinion. find it funny oh, hold on exactly let me opinions. ask you this and i'm gonna shut up do you guys find it funny and weird the fact that like if you watch fox news every woman they have on there is either like a super attractive blonde girl under 40 years old that's fucking built like a brick shit house. Or they what you'd be considered like a milf or a gilf. You know what I mean? Like they're older broads, like the Dana Perinos of the world, the Judge Janine. You know what I mean? Like older broads that older guys really want to fuck. Now you switch over to CNN, it's all a bunch of gay dudes. Yeah. Like everyone on there, like Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, we love cock. Do you guys find it weird that like CNN right. pushes towards like the gay factor and Fox News pushes to like, hey, we got hot broads? It's all driven by like now those those shows they're all uh, those channels uh, cable is all driven by advertising dollars, That's just right. like uh, Facebook is is the money for Facebook is comes from the amount of clicks, the the, the cable news shows it's all about view, views, uh, and the advertisers basically if you notice in between all the shows all the the the, the way that Boeing is funding. Uh, CNN, you know, if you look, in, and it's all like on Fox News, it's like dick pills, but they all have like political agendas that they want to see, and I think they've even uh, they've even come out or been caught on camera saying that, you know, they knew is it CNN knew uh, months before that the Russia Russia Gate was fake, a hoax, but they were in a meeting and they said we're going to keep it going because it's it's the views, 
You know, the, that's where the viewers, and that's all they follow. If you, it's blonde girls on Fox because, like, Fox viewers, Fox old guys, golf, golf they want to see blondes on, you know, that's who they want to fuck, so that's who they put up there. It has nothing to do, the opinions, just, like, they say, it's called, uh, in advertising, it's called follow the audience. You know, it's not, they're not telling you something and you have to respond to it. The audience is already, like, signaled to them what they want to hear, and then they just keep, like, a feedback loop. Yeah. And they keep telling them, and they'll just go with Russiagate, even if it's completely proven to be untrue, they will still go with it. So it's it's just the advertising dollar that's running it. So it's not you know, the news or the political landscape, it's run by advertisers, like yeah. who will pay for what opinion. Yeah. It's nothing to do with what's actually happening. I, you know uh, who I miss telling the news? I miss Jesse Ventura. I miss conspiracy theory. I miss Jesse on like Larry King or Jesse on Pierce Morgan just going, whoa. Yeah. Did you know <laughs> that you one, of his, uh, one of his episodes got taken off? Really? Which 11 episode, wasn't it? 9 11. The female camps. Are you oh, really? Yeah. Mark Dice did a whole lot of thing about it. That's interesting because here's the deal. Like Jesse, no matter what anyone wants to say about him, uh, the guy was a legit Navy SEAL who served in Vietnam combat. He's not, He wasn't in BUDS. Okay, stupid. It's called the Navy Underwater Demolition Team. It was what the SEALs were before they had the name SEALs, you idiot. <laughs> Him and Richard Marchenko used to go on missions together. It's been confirmed. Jesse Ventura is a fucking war hero. The man's went over and he served our country, all right? Now, his Chris Kyle shit that happened with the American sniper guy, I don't know what happened there. I wish I could say, like, hey, I wish I could I tell you that. I take Jesse's side on it. And that's the thing, dude. Like, doesn't Chris, like, I, I don't ever want to shit on Chris Kyle. I really don't. But, like, if Jesse was lying, dude, it would have come out I, by now. I don't, uh, I don't really believe Chris Kyle's story. All right. Well, Tommy, as, can I, can I at least say this before? If anyone's, listen, if anyone's here qualified to speak on Chris Kyle, if anyone's here qualified to speak on anything military-wise, and I don't really give a fuck, I will fight for my friends. Tommy's one of my dearest friends in the world. Uh, Tommy was in Iraq. Tommy has served our country in fucking war. So if you guys don't respect his opinion, you're a fucking communist faggot bitch. So Tommy, <laughs> your opinion. Well, my, my biggest thing that uh, I just I, I guess I question the most, well, for starters, you know that Clint Eastwood movie that they made about him? Yeah. With uh, oh, playing on the, the, the shooter, American Sniper. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the story about how like he was like over there like training the Marines and shit. I just, I just don't buy it. Like that's just my opinion. I'm well, not saying, like he didn't give him advice or anything, but like they were making it, they were making it look like he single handedly like man, these guys need help. I'm gonna help them by myself. You know, I don't, I don't buy that. So, so you're telling me air support wasn't there and that fucking. Um... Uh, the QRF team wasn't fucking, you know, five minutes away. It was just Chris Kyle. QRF wasn't fucking positioned right outside the fucking town and fucking air support wasn't in the air. Come on now. I mean, I wasn't there, man, but I just, I'm just talking about like the actual, like, uh, like him saying like, oh man, these guys need help. I'm going to, I'm going to go down there and help them because they need. Wasn't they, this in Fallujah? Uh, I, I think this one was in, ah, you know, I don't even remember, man, because he, I think he deployed like three or four times. There was one time he was in Fallujah where he says he's got caught down in a town, which doesn't make any sense because, you know, Fallujah is a giant city. But when yeah. they went into Fallujah and they were clearing out, you know, and they were clear out sections, you know, you clear out a grid. You know how that works, you know, clear out grid A, clear out grid B. You'd have your QRF team 
and the fucking next thing right behind you. You're not gonna get it's not, you're not gonna get ambushed. Yeah, I mean, I could uh, I could understand air support though not being like there. Well, That's, yeah, but you're you're quick. We're, yeah, QRF. I could understand. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, usually there, but I'm just I'm just talking. I I'm sure it's bullshit. But like like the whole uh, him saying that like. I need to go down there and train those guys. Blah 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 blah. I don't. I don't buy that. Like I'm sure he gave him like pointers and shit. But like the movie made it show like he stopped what he was doing. You know, like he was like helping him get home and shit by his like training. I don't buy that. To me, it sounded almost like a psyop. Like where they wanted. Like remember when uh, they had that fighter pilot, the Ghost of Kiev. Like when the fucking war first started, how they made this fighter pilot that was supposedly taking out like seven fucking Russian jets, yeah. and now they turn out it's like, yeah, it's probably bullshit. The American sniper story sounds like something they did to like scare the insurgents and they're like, Yeah, we got this one fucking sniper dude. He's got like hundred and ten of your fucking scalps. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a boogeyman story to me. But that uh the thing that uh I agree most though with uh Jesse, Chris Kyle said that uh he thought he had two silver stars or some shit on his uh ribbons. Like you're gonna know how many fucking civil silver stars you have. But you're not you're- gonna make up a number like oh i think i have a that's, a that's a huge fucking deal like this isn't like your first ribbons that you get fucking put on you know what i mean this isn't like the fucking <laughs> hey congratulations you're going overseas here's this badge this is like hey you had a whole ceremony for this shit and like yeah. there's a lot of documentation he's when uh when i uh he only got one of them but i guess he was going going around saying he had two of them i don't know dude i don't, I don't got yes, shit for medals and i respect uh, I respect Chris Kyle for going over and serving our country. I'm not trying to shit on him for that. I'm just trying to make sure that the accurate story gets out there because Jesse Ventura, who did serve our country, really got shit on pretty well by Chris Kyle. Yeah, that, that I remember. But that's like that's like the main thing he called him out about though was his uh his decks and shit, his award. Because I guess Chris was like, oh, I have two two of these several. Uh, I can't I can't even talk tonight. Two several stars, and he didn't. I think he only had one. Yeah, it's it's a situation that you hate when it happens, but you, you got to try to find clarity in what's actually going on. Yeah, uh, wasted. We, we've exposed a lot tonight, and Tommy's been really going deep. I know we we usually go about this time, but I think we might have one or two more topics, do we, gentlemen? Um, normally, when I look when I look for topics, the first thing I do is I type in McDonald's and uh, shooting into the into google and and this and this week uh, a story came up <laughs> it's like a 17 year old boy guy was eating his mcdonald's in the car park and uh, and a like a former uh you know san antonio cop basically kind of opened his door and told him to get out of the car and then open fired on his car and put him in the critical condition um, I don't know if he's. I think he may be uh, in a stable condition now. I haven't been following the story, but yeah, it's just uh, like he's a rookie cop. I think that just. Oh, I saw like the video. And I saw the story wasted. It's fucking a cop that thought he pulled into a McDonald's on a disturbance call, and he was going to go address the disturbance call, but he sees this car that he thought he chased the night before and got away. So he just walks right up to this fucking car, weapon drawn. He doesn't identify himself. He doesn't ask the person to put their hands on the wheel. He doesn't ask him to step outside. He doesn't do anything of that nature. He opens the fucking door. The kid puts in a reverse to take off. And this dude unloads like four fucking shells into the fucking car. Then the car pulls off and he starts fucking letting off more rounds. I'm like, sweet Jesus. (laughs) 
Dude, I'm watching this right now. Tommy, he didn't identify himself. He didn't ask the guy to put his hands on the steering wheel. There was two people in the vehicle. He didn't have one put their hands on the fucking... Hey, please, uh, everyone, let me see where your hands are. Uh, Put your hands on the steering wheel. Please hop out of the vehicle. Passenger, let me see your hands. Put them on the the front console. He didn't do any of that. He just opened the fucking door and started shooting. Yeah. And the the more you watch it, the funnier it gets. Because of the the look on on the kid's face. Yeah. He opens the door and the kid's like, what the fuck? He's eating a fucking hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> this poor kid's just sitting there with his broad like, listen, I'm going to eat some McDonald's, listen to some tunes, I'm going to try to fuck her later. And some dude opens the door and just starts blasting at him. Fucking mouthful of food. <laughs> you know what the funny thing was? It wasn't even the right car. That kid had nothing to do with the guy that he was trying to chase the night before. Completely different thing. This kid was just an innocent high school kid. Innocent black kid that was just out there with his girlfriend. And this white fucking rookie cop just fucking unloads a clip. I mean, seriously, this shouldn't be even a fucking, like, he's guilty as fuck. Let's just send him to jail. It's not a black kid. It's a white kid, isn't it? No, dude, he's a fucking mulatto. Oh, okay. I'm looking. I'm, I'm watching it right now. Okay. And dude. Listen, I mean, that kid showed up to somebody's house in 1960 and asked to take out <laughs> Tiffany. There was going to be issues. Okay? That's how I judge if you're white or not. If you walked up to some fucking guy's house that had a fucking Eisenhower for president sign out there, and you asked to take out his daughter Tiffany, if his first reaction was grabbing the 12-gauge or a fucking piece of rope, then I'm going to judge if you're white or not. Man. This <laughs> fucking crazy... Oh, okay, yeah, I see a better clear now. This is a crazy story, man. <laughs> fucking poor kid. He's just eating a fucking hamburger. Fucking Seriously, God. they should make that a fucking commercial. I'm loving it. Go! Tommy, as someone who is a former law enforcement officer, could you bring us down the fucking idea of how this should have gone down? Oh man, like, I haven't seen the video, but you know, I'd probably knock on the window first and like introduce myself at least. <laughs> you wouldn't just open the door and start shooting with your fucking service <laughs> fucking clock 19. Nah, I wouldn't, but. <laughs> See, folks, this is responsible. Everyone's been saying horrible things about Tommy Meadows. Tommy Meadows? Hello. Yes, my name is Officer Tommy Meadows. <laughs> your identification, please. <laughs> But it's like, a, it's like a heist movie, though. It's like even when the kid drives off, he's still firing at him. Like <laughs> randomly. In the, like, like he's like <laughs> Osama bin Laden or something. Dude, he didn't give a fuck if he put a bullet on the bitch's head that's riding in the passenger seat that had nothing to do with it. This guy just fucking starts unloading. You know, it's, what's even funnier is that all the footage is from the cops, is from the cops like uh, body cam. So, but he's chasing the car. All you see is the cop's hands from him running, right? And he's fucking running after this car that's pulling away. It's ridiculous, man. Well, the best thing is when you listen to it, like you hear him calling over like, shots fired, shots fired. You're like, oh, God, this this poor officer must be getting like ambushed. This must be something horrible. Nope, this fucking asshole. Uh. Hey, did I ever, uh, on the forums, did I ever post about the time the cops started to draw on me? No, let's hear the story. So, like, this is, like, a year after I got to Florida. I was in Tampa. And uh, so I, I finally had to, like, renew my uh, license tabs, you know? So I went to the DMV. And I shit, like, I shit, you know, I was hung over. This is back in my drinking days, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I had to take a piss inside the DMV. And there's a cop always inside the DMV down there. I don't know if it's like that every state, but, like, in Florida, they always have a cop in there. So... Like, I was just, there was a guy or a woman inside the bathroom, and I was just waiting outside the door, and the cop was like, you have to go 
down. I'm like, hey man, I'm just gonna, I'm just waiting to take a piss really quick. You know, no, no big deal. Dude, he stands up and starts on the holster. I'm not making this up. Really? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm just here taking a piss. He goes, no, you have to go sit down. And just when he said that, like the door opened, and like I was like, fuck this. I just like ran into the bathroom really quick. Uh, Tommy, let me ask you a question here, and this isn't trying to dox you or expose you by any means, because I want to do that. But by this time, how many years as a uh, police officer for the United States Air Force, because that's what you were, you were a security <laughs> force, as you were legitimately a cop for the military, how yeah. many years as a military police officer were you at this time? Uh, between 8 and 10. Okay, so you're talking to almost a 10-year military police veteran getting drawn out by some fucking dumb cop when he's just trying to take a piss. Well, he didn't, I mean, to be fair, he didn't take the gun out, but, like, yeah, he, like, he, he, uh, unbuttoned his fucking holster. Fucking Raylan Givens over there. He's like, yeah. I have to go sit down right now. I'm like, the fuck is this, man? <laughs> that's what I hate. I hate when fucking, you get, like, a fucking Leo that thinks, like, they don't treat you with respect, especially if you have any idea of, you know, what the actual laws and enforcement are, you're like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, there's no. nothing you can really do to somebody legitimately. Dude, if you you're not committing that? a crime, you can literally look at a cop and tell them to go fuck themselves all day. Could you imagine, like, me getting shot to death and, like, reason why, oh, he was in line waiting for the bathroom. That's, like, that's kind of how I see you dying. I've got national fucking news. Oh, it wouldn't be news at all. It'd be us kind of, you know, we'd have like a fucking, we'd have a memorial show for the fat cast, a, a thread for you. I'd be upset, but uh, that's kind of how I see you dying. Something that like, you're going to die in the most black way ever, and you just don't know it yet. <laughs> and then there's a, not, not as major as that, but like I was riding my bike. I have a, like an actual, like, you know, bicycle. Like I was riding around Tampa because like cycling's like huge down there, you know? And uh, I can't, I, uh, I crossed the road onto a, like, uh, like one of those center medians, you know? And there was a cop. He was like right there, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you can go in front of me if you want." I'm like, "Oh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm just gonna check my phone really fast." And he starts yelling at me. He goes, "No, you can go fucking go right now." I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm not dealing with this." So I just like, I get off my bike and walk it behind his car and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, there's a problem with law enforcement in this country, and it's not. You know, the bad ones always make the news. The Kavanaugh's of the world, the people that really do the bad shit, they always get the thing that really sullies the reputation of police officers. I have a lot of friends that are cops. But there's also the over-eager, uh, uh, low-self-esteem faggot that became a police officer because he wants to feel powerful and he wants to treat people like shit. And people like that is what hurts the decent cop. It's what hurts the cop that just wants to help out the community, do their job, and go the fuck home. The yeah. fact that that yeah. person is ruining it for the rest of them is disgusting, and I hope those little beta males are get fucking, you know, they meet real fucking people. I want these cops that are fucking so big and tough that are fucking with you at a fucking gas station. Let's drop them in Baltimore for a fucking week. Let's drop them in Detroit. Let's drop them in the south side of Chicago. Let's see how fucking tough these guys are when they actually look at somebody that will fucking draw on them. Yes. Yeah, Florida's fucking nuts, man. Like, everyone always talks about how great of a state Florida is. Man, Florida fucking sucks, dude. I mean, how would it not? You have nothing but alligators, giant mosquitoes, hurricanes. You're fucking at sea level. Um, you got a bunch of Cubans, a bunch of uh, northerners, old Italians and Jews that moved down from fucking New Jersey and New York. I don't, I don't really see this being a fun area. It's funny, too, because I've seen, like, Cubans and, like, just regular Mexicans, like, just start screaming and try to fight each other all the time down there. Oh, dude, fucking people understand Haitians and Cubans. I mean, if you ever play GTA Vice City, which, guys, next week when hopefully Franz is uh, stopping a cunt. 
which I'm going to keep busting his balls on this one. He should be on, we'll talk some Vice City and some uh, Red Dead Redemption. But uh, if you ever played that game, you know, you'll see that the Haitians and the fucking Cubans, they hate each other. If you ever gone down to like fucking little Haiti in Miami, actually, you know, they got some decent food. Don't go down there at night, go down there during the day. But the Cubans and the fucking Haitians, they hate each other. Yeah, I saw, uh, in fact, uh, when I saw GNR down in Miami, they uh, played in like, technically they played in like Little Havana. That's where the Tropicana uh baseball stadiums are. I you know i haven't been to tampa i've only been to florida once i was in miami um i gotta bring the family down to orlando to go down to disney world eventually because you know have a kid it's a responsibility i have no desire myself to fucking go i don't really care about people dressed up as fucking stuffed animals charging me 100 bucks it's not really something that would uh, tickle my fancy uh, the only thing i'm looking forward to and tommy i don't know if you've been there or not but at universal studios in orlando <laughs> Supposedly they have a complete replica of Moe's Bar from The Simpsons, which I, I think I could disappear there for at least a good fucking six hours. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they had that when I went there. Is it like newer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been in the last few years, and I just saw it. I'm like, I need to go there. You know, wasted, what's going on in Taiwan right now? It sounds like there's a dog in the background. Are they prepping lunch? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of a couple of dogs. Are they going to eat the dogs? Or are they there as pets? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Is this a buffet? Is it a wet market you're at? Uh, yeah, I think I think the only thing that's really happened recently is like positive news. Like maybe Elon Elon Musk is saying trying to negotiate a deal with the the Chinese uh, to just have Taiwan be a like a special administrative area instead of like full invasion. How long does Elon Musk live? He posted that thing where he's gonna he says he's gonna get fucking uh, what's that guy McAfee. Do we really think he's gonna get McAfee? Uh, Oh, you mean uh, Musk? Yeah, do you think Amber Heard might be the one to McAfee him, too? Because that'd that'd be a real good callback to our fucking previous episodes this year. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be, like, dabbling. Like, he could easily get, like, in a honeypot, couldn't he? Like, all these, like, I mean, he's he's got nine kids, hasn't he? And he really likes the fame and, uh, like, hanging out with celebrities. So, I mean, it'd be easy to get to him. And I'm like, surprised you know, his fucking sexy hasn't leaked yet. Anthony Bourdain, I think, is going to be like a wank hang. He's going to be found dead, isn't he? Like, you think uh, Anthony Bourdain was taken out by them, or you think it was a suicide? Uh, it wasn't. He, isn't he part of the whole like autoerotic asphyxiation, like CIA program, where they just like went around like killing all the people attached to Me Too? Is this, is this so? What do you believe? Do you believe he was assassinated, or do you believe suicide? I think he he was taken out because his connection because he's like about to get he's gonna get me too. All right, Tommy, do you think he was assassinated or do you think it was suicide? Anthony Bourdain. I don't even know who this is. Okay, Gina Lars, what do you think? I, I think he was definitely suicided. That's an interesting term and phrasing of it. Can you uh, elaborate? Well, I think he, I, I'm pretty sure he killed himself without actually doing anything. Okay. So we're, we're going to walk that fucking line. I kind of like it. It's a little disturbing. You know, another thing that I've been kind of waiting on the Elon Musk thing is there's supposedly, and this is, you know, it's dark web shit, but there's supposedly a threesome video with Amber Heard uh, himself and uh, Curry Devine, or Devine, that uh, Johnny Depp actually found. That there's a threesome video where Elon Musk is banging these two whores. And I, I'm really looking forward to that fucker leaking. And think- uh, 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 Cara, Cara Devine, is that mm-hmm. the one you're talking about? Her yes. And uh, Ro- uh, Margot Robbie uh, were in re- arrested in Argentina for having a three-way. 
Really? Yeah. Well, they were with their uh, like uh, British TV crew and the paparazzi like trying to take pictures of them, and then the the British like film crew like attacked the uh, attacked the paparazzi, and everybody got arrested. So basically, Margot Robbie and Cara Delevingne are the are like hanging out together, licking each other's pussies. I kind of like that. That's that's good. You know, I'm thinking there's some positivity in the world right now. So, boys, we've had a really fun episode. Tommy, is there anything you want to say before we punch out? Uh, welcome back, number one. But is there anything you want to say? Um. Yeah, man. If you go down the Florida, man, go to Universal. All right, folks, go to Universal. Wasted. Is there anything you want to say before we punch up? No, no. I, I got. I got to tell you about like the best concert I ever had down there. Okay. So I go down there. It's my fourth time seeing uh, Dan Zing. Nice. So you know, I go to because he played that. He played at Universal Studio. So I, I shit you not. I wore my uh, Waylon Jennings shirt. I'm just you know chilling, having a good time. For sure. The first, the first awesome thing that happened to me was this big dude comes up to me, this big, you know, muscular dude, the type of guy you think would listen to Dan Zing. So he's, like, bawling his eyes out, shakes my hand, goes, man, I fucking love Jim, and hugs me. He's, like, bawling his eyes out. I'm like, all right, man, thanks. But then uh, during, like, the show, like, Dan Zing, like, he looks down at my shirt, and he gives me the fucking, uh, you know, the hand skull. He points at me. It's fucking amazing. That's all I got. All right, Waste, anything you want to say? Uh, find the thing that you love and let it kill you. <laughs> Do you know why? Is there anything you want to say? Uh, eat a dick, motherfuckers. I gotta run to keep from hiding. I'm fine.
can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along?